What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? This is Face of the Monster Masher Clan. It's Monster Cast Monster Monday. You already know what it means, what it is, and how it goes. We're about to keep it live today. We are in the new and improved Sneaky Entertainment Facility. Clap for that, clap for that, snap, 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 all of that. Yes, sir. I, I would like to say thanks, Nikki, for, uh, you know, making his home available to mm-hmm. us. Always down. Um, I know, I know. Because he's a DJ, MC, anything you need, including a place to lay your head at. <laughs> or microphone or whatever. Um, but yeah, you already know, it's face, V-S-I-T, on everything. Um, I am El Jefe, Efe, of the MMO clan. And this is... It's your boy, Barlow Scott Bars. I'm really high right now. I just feel so amazing. <laughs> you can find me at Barlow Scott Bars 47. Don't forget the numbers at the end. You feel me? You're going to need to project a little bit more for the people back there, bro. All right, all right, all right. Barlow Scott Bars 47. Just to let y'all know. Just to let y'all know. And to my right, the man, the myth. The sneakiness. The motherfucking sneaky. I am DJ MC Anything You Need on the boards. Maybe on the tables later if everything goes according to plan. We do have a special show for y'all, uh, the A4 music video premiere happening in a little over 45 minutes, so stick with us, stick with us, if we're you, excited as fuck. If you guys uh, have YouTube or Gmail or Google, whatever it is, go ahead, head to youtube.com forward slash Clan and go to our premiere. Um, if you can't find it there, go to uh, the Clan IG, the link is in the bio, um, and you go ahead and, you know, just... Put the reminder on so you could get uh, in that chat as well. My boy Martin was like, I've had the reminder since 7 a.m. That's <laughs> right, baby. Um, you know, like it while you're at it. Subscribe if you haven't. Um, we're going to screen grab it, right? That is the plan. All right, that's the plan, Stan. Not the Eminem Stan either, all right? I just want you to understand, overstand, and get through with stands. Um, Did you take one of those stands too? I would take a stand to lean on. No. Over your head, dad joke. Okay, cool. Dad joke. It was under the head, not over, because you know nothing goes over my head. I'll catch it. Tracks. Tracks. Guys, the guys here wearing purple. Boom. Anyway, I uh, would like to say shout out to Machado Media Productions. Um, he should be on a plane back, if not back from Ecuador. And uh, we just want to say that you know none of this, including the video, including this podcast itself, would be possible without the help and sponsorship of and. In, Part- partnership, really, of Merchant Media Productions. He is our label partner, and, uh, you know, um, appreciate you so much. Also, if you are going to smoke weed, smoke it healthily, if, if, if that even makes sense. But uh, use Endo, endo Wraps, because uh, they are also another sponsor. Shout out to y'all. Um, good, good. I have a special little something for the crew today. If you're Ecuadorian, you will recognize this bottle. This is Caña Manavita. It is your rite of passage as an Ecuadorian to drink this, get drunk, and hurt yourself in every single way. Um, so, I will have the homies trying that later. <laughs> um, you know, you know. Um, so, how, oh, shit. Well, I guess that's in your segment you're going to talk about your stuff, right? What? Bartles just dropped his project, y'all. Oh, yeah. That's true. Of course. Damn, so much shit going on, I almost forgot. Booyah! Yeah, man. It's just been awesome. Just all the feedback and all the love. If you haven't heard it, Barlito's Way is out on all musical platforms. What up, Smooth J? How you doing, dog? I don't know what it is. Hey, Smooth J in the chat. What's how'd you up? like that? How'd you like that Barlow's fucking project, Jay? What'd you think of that? What'd you think of that? Uh, you know, if you haven't checked it out, it's Barlito's Way. It's on all streaming platforms. 
have the link in my bio on my social medias. It's on all of our social medias. Everybody. Um, go ahead, check that out. If you follow me, you follow Sneaky, you follow the MLM clan, you follow Barlos. Just go to the link in bio. It should say Barlitos Way right there with a little picture of his sexy ass. So I mean with itself, you know. Um my wife took that picture and she edited it. Shout out Camille, Beauty LA. You know what it is. Um, you think that shit's popping? I think it's popping too. But you know, I just stay looking fly. You know what I'm saying? And, shit. and um, hopefully everybody stays out of my business. Uh, out of your business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, every time I spit a hot 16, it's just too hot to handle. It's so. true. Except if she's the right one. Mm. <laughs> All I know is when she's the right one, I got to get the Sesh one going. Sesh one. And uh, you know, I like this, uh, that new that new Sean. Yeah, might have to go over there and play that shit for that. Might, <laughs> might have to play. So, now you're missing out. You gotta check that out. I'm just saying. I am the nerd, the thug nerd himself. So I definitely did have to say at the beginning of all this apologies, but I did make a mistake, and I will correct it during my segment. Um, last week I made a mistake. I think I told you about it. Um, Got some things mixed up. A lot, so. lot on my brain. You know, hey, man, I'm only human. I make mistakes. It happens. It happens. It happens. Hey, you know what? The last time, and also, like, a big-ass piece got cut. So, you might... Did you watch the replay? Because you yeah. might not have... You might not have come out. Like, I'm like, you know... I'm, like, I'm, I'm scared to watch myself. Sometimes I'm like, what an idiot. Yeah, you know? I don't think it did, from what I hear. Oh, you had that positive self-talk back, bro? Come you know, on, man. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. My bad. My bad. Don't be putting yourself down, bro. Your brain doesn't know you're like not serious about it. What am I serious? I'm just playing. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out. Uh, to, this is a Sexual Assault Awareness Month. So shout out to all my people who have been through sexual assault, who have come forward, who have not come forward. Uh, my heart's with you. It's a serious subject. Not everybody is able to come forward. And even when they do, they're not represented correctly. Um and you know it's a scary thing to do. It's 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 more people than you would think uh, have been through it, are going through it, and may go through it. Uh, so just make sure that you're aware that you know you don't know what people are going through. So try to be kind, try to be be lo- loving and understanding to attitudes and you know whatever may whatever. If you ever if anybody ever confides in you, make sure that you 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 lend a shoulder and open ear and you're there for them. Um, just wanted to say that real quick. Um, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snap it up, snap it up, snap it up. Well, last month was also uh, Women's History Month. It was beautiful. I don't know if you guys caught my Instagram. I was posting um, women in hip-hop. Very often, there's this... Uh, actually, Ecuadorian uh, graffiti artist. Her name is Too Fly. She uh, she was featured in the DMC. Uh, her artwork was featured in the DMC... Uh, Netflix? Limited series on... Oh, HBO, no, HBO Max. On HBO Max. DC, right? uh, nice. It's awesome. It's really awesome. Um, if, you don't ha- if you haven't checked it out, go ahead. She also has a... Uh, music festival, uh, women's festival in Quito, Ecuador every year. So shout out to her. Um, shout out to all my women doing it out there. Um, you know, we got our name from a woman, got a game from a woman, you know. So that's what it is. Um, I was definitely raised up by all women in my household. And I am now the only male in a household of beautiful roses. So I'm blessed to have bouquets. And I just wanted to say happy end of Women's History Month. But we celebrate you guys daily. Um, Yo. Yeah. Yeah, all, I mean, you, you all beautiful, warm and daily. I like that. You know like what I'm saying? Um, we try to make everything we do inclusive. Uh, I definitely have some um, strong women guests I have in mind coming up. I know Shiki has had some beautiful, strong women. Um, as Thugner, what was... Uh, 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 Kaden Phoenix. Kaden Phoenix. Uh, her book went to print. 
they're in. So awesome. Bandita, uh, Dominican, New York, uh, Gunslinger, who, uh, what is she, everyone, all of them are doing some kind of social justice shit. What is she doing? I think she's doing, uh, I don't remember, but you have to go read the book now to go find out. Yeah, yeah, so New York, uh, Dominican, she tries to cover, she's, she tries to be as diverse as possible, so she has like a Jalisco's Mexican. Um, they have a Gregorian yet? Not yet. South America's volume, like the whole second one is going to be South America. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe she hits up too fly and they do like some graffiti art. You know? Well, she's, she's supposed to come back to talk about the launch of the book. And I hope I'm there. Yet, so we'll I see. Yeah, because I'm, you know, I'm a nerd, so I'm excited to. Yeah, let's figure out we can do that. And we'll have the fucking audio and video better on playing because <laughs> last time, man. Woo, like but, I said, like I said, we human, we make mistakes. We human, we make mistakes. We born to make mistakes. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, dude. So, um, should should we get the ball rolling? Let's get it with the faceness. All right, so let me, let's let's do this. Pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. Oh, let me get rid of this. Uh, oh, wait, well, let's just uh, keep that. It's keep a thug uh, nerd. Spoiler alert. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler we didn't do that last time. What was the time for? <laughs> I thought we did last time. Wow. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Face sources. <laughs> Uh, uh, if you want to see the whole artwork, I can actually put it in front of you. Yeah, put it in front of me for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the mistake that I made, you guys, was, of course, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, um, with Tails in it, of course. Um, I'm so excited to see that. It's actually coming out April 8th, not April 1st, so it didn't come out. I fooled you guys. Oh, <laughs> you got fooled. You but got I fooled. also wanted to point out, and I think I pointed it out last time, I don't know if it came out um, in our audio, but uh, I did want to point out that I thought it was so cool that they uh, respected the video game and showed uh, like the same thing. You see uh, Dr. Eggman and... and um, the the the, sa- the same setup basically the same setup the only difference is the waterfall behind it's like them. the shot it's the same shot same aesthetic I love it I love that I love so far the people who make Sonic uh, you know Sega whatever they 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 have done it justice even when people complained about the body so yeah so shout out to Sonic I'm definitely taking my kids to watch that I want to watch it probably more than they do but yeah shout oh, out to them that feels hard to beat damn what's um, next next up we have Moon Knight what's next the first episode of Moon Knight came out that ends, of course, with him finally uh, putting on the actual suit um, and him giving way to the, the personality that takes over. Or, I, like, us seeing it. Because it could have been happening, like, we yeah, don't know, yeah, right? Yeah, we don't know, yeah, we don't know, yeah. we don't know. But the first time we see it, it's fucking I, I don't think I don't think we see it because I don't think he had given it fully. I think he was still fighting it, one. And then, two, like, nobody really was, like, looking out for this character already. Like, they knew that this guy, this guy was, uh, uh, what is his name? Mark Grant, Spector? Grant. Oh, Stephen Grant. Stephen Grant was actually doing all this shit. You know, like they looked at him as that person. They were like, the the Ethan Hawke character. Right, right, right. Again, right. like I do not know this. I'm not gonna front like I know this that well. Um, but I am excited for it. I love the actors. It is a limited series, so that means it's probably gonna be like movie quality the whole way through. Not that Marvel ever is less than that. So shout out to Moon Knight. It was interesting. It was crazy. I'm I'm enjoying the way that they're. Playing with the with the multiple personalities, that's one thing I said I was interested in seeing how they, they, they pulled that through. Um, so yeah, uh, Moon Knight every Wednesday. Uh, hopefully I get more knowledgeable on this <laughs> and we break it down a little bit better. But for now, that's that's it on the Thug Nerd take on that one. Uh, Next up. He's a, he's a weird character. It's really trippy. I mean, he's very much like Batman. Yeah. This, my beautiful wife, 
Um, kind of surprised me and like bought the tickets on Saturday and was like, let's go watch this. Um, Morbius. She knew I really wanted to watch it so much so that I was watching all the Blades. Um, Blades 1, 2, 3 because... I mean, some kind. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, yeah, yeah. there's a tie in the serum that Blade has to take to not drink blood, and Morbius creates a fake blood. Huh? Do you think they'll tie in together? Huh? Does it sound like they will? Probably. Uh, I got notes on this one, so you know it's serious. Mr. Metal. It's serious, y'all. It's serious when I got notes. Serious. Uh, so they open the credits with the same color scheme actually that was used on his comic books and I remember turning to my wife and telling her like oh my god they're doing that because of the comic book I had those comic books like I could probably find some um, you know from the solo run and then the V neck shape from like his neckline and the M it was just awesome um, I really like what they did with the story uh, they, I feel like they respected certain things and they took out certain pieces like one piece they kind of took out was um, Milo's character is like his best friend, but his best friend in the comic books is actually uh, Emilio Nikos, which, you know, uh, is actually the guy's, the caretaker's name. So, like, they switched that around, but Milo ended up being um, the villain and his best friend, which we see happen a lot in Marvel. You know, your best friends become your enemy. Um, it's kind of funny, though, because in the beginning when he gets introduced, Morbius gets introduced to Milo. He's, like, at this home for, like, you know, people with determined, like, Grave illnesses, I don't know if we would call them terminal, but grave illnesses they have to live with. And he's playing chess with himself, and it's almost like you see him always strategizing against himself. It was real, it was a real depictive moment to me, like a message towards the few, uh, what is it called when they do that? A nod? No. Homage? No, 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 no. Uh, like a precursor, like uh, when you're watching a movie and they do something, so it's like, this is an, I forgot the name, there's a name for it, but. Basically, like a preemptive, like preparing you to like this is gonna be him the whole time. He's fighting himself. Oh, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Thank you. I was uh, like, dude, I know this word. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> this word. It was at the tip of my tongue, but it wasn't there. The, 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 what is it? Tongue in the roof. What? Yeah, we'll do. Bong, bong. But yeah. Uh, and then he meets Milo. Gets introduced to him. He comes to the the bed next to him, and he calls him Milo, even though his name is Lucian. And he's like, my name's not Lucian. And my Milo is Lucian. And he's like, yeah, no, you're the new Milo. And he's like, oh, so Milo's the person who died? Like, all serious? And he's like, uh, I don't know. That was, that was still the new Milo. The, the original Milo, I don't remember. It's been so long. So, like, he, you know, he doesn't even remember this kid. He's calling him Milo. But this kid takes Milo, and they become best friends, and he ends up the person funding his research. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, I do have my hang-ups with it, but I'm not going to give it any negatives because it is still pretty new, and I'm still digesting all of it. Um... I thought it was pretty cool that they respected, like, Martine um, Bancroft in it, that she's also in the comic books, and they did show that he turned ba Martine at the end, spoiler alert, into uh, a vampire when she he sucked her blood, and that's actually a newer Morbius uh, trait. Morbius wasn't, in fact, uh, able to turn people into vampires because he was the living vampire. He just killed them, right? He just he killed, sucked he them, sucked them yeah. up and killed them or left them like... Or left them like, like all weak and yeah, shit, Yeah, right? exactly. Um, but in the comic books, Martine Bancroft actually, same thing, love interest, but then she becomes his enemy. So trying to turn him into an actual vampire so they could be together because she's an, a dead man. She's a dead man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, undead. 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 Right, undead. The um, living dead. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, the, another thing is uh, when Emil, the caretaker, mentions sending uh, Morbius to a school in New York, he mentions a school for gifted children. Uh oh. 
But Sony, why are you talking about gifted children? It's, it's, you know, you don't own them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who about? knows? Because in this movie, they also show the uh, spoiler alert. They show the the and in the post credits. They show the cracking of space and time, like they did in Spider Man No Way Home. Mm, um, so some multiverse. So when some they show that, when they show that, Michael foot? Keaton comes through as the vulture. Oh, that's when he shows up. Yes. So yeah. he's not in the movie the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Ah, they got they got yeah, us. They, they got, got us. us with that one, dog. And of course, he meets up the with Morbius, and he tells him, like, you know, I think people like us could get together and do something. And we do know from like the uh, the Some Sinister Six. Shit. Well, in the Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man at the end, when they show all of the they show Vulture's wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, well, he walked through that vault. Or whatever. So he exists in that universe already. That's why he was able. Like it's like he 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 appears there. He gets out of jail because nobody knows who he is. But then he goes and gets his wings right away. Like how do you create your wings so fast? No, uh, they were there already. They were there. And then you know you also see the Doctor Octopus legs. We also know that Scorpion is in it because of the tattoo dude in it. Um. And so that, you know, probably going to see the Harry Osborn um, Hobgoblin um, that was in the actual Amazing Spider. Like, I'm excited because I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. I mean, I got that shit tatted on me. It's right there. Right there. Um, just nah, so y'all know. Right there. Uh-huh, right there. Um, right also, there? like, there was a lot of, one thing I loved uh, was there was a lot of nods to vampire movies. Um, one, for instance, the, the, the boat on which they were conducting the experiments was called the Murnau, which is the name mm-hmm. of the director of the original Nosferatu. Um, nice. And the director That's is... a big throwback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the director is obsessed with the Matrix, so you see a lot of, like, the slow bullets dodging them. They even have, like, a nod to, to the Matrix where there's, like, a fight in the train station, you know? Um, the horror trope was definitely respected. Um, you know, there's that scene, there's a scene where he's like going through the hallway, um, the, the, a nurse is going through the hallway and she's being followed by who we now know as Milo and, uh, it's like the lights are going off and on and off and like on. Like some horror, yeah, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, and it yeah, definitely yeah. made me jump a grip, uh, and I watched it in 4DX, which is where the chairs move, so. So, yeah, um, I would probably, as of right now, give it a 7 out of 10, um, they, there definitely was a lot of likeness to to the comic book. Uh, I believe in the comic book, so he sucked people. No, he did use his fangs. But in the animated series, he used his hands, I believe, to suck the, the, the plasma out of you. Um, the Spider-Man animated series, excuse me. So, yeah, I am excited to see where they go with it. I, they definitely set it up for a part two. Um, I don't know how far they're going to take it. I don't know how well it's done. I know that always has a big, you know... A big to do with whether they move forward with part two. So, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. If you have checked it out, what do you think? You know what I'm saying? Um, what do you think? Yeah, so, yeah, if you're in the chat, I'm just checking to see if there's anybody in the chat. Um, Let me see. Nope. Oh, we got some people up in there, but yeah. yeah. 214 Freeway, another uh, TV always. viewer, yep. uh, Graf Mao. <laughs> it's the one. Fritz. It's, it's a Ma, Maddie, and Son. Metaview, Smooth, Jade, underscore 14. And we love Marbles. Thank y'all for tuning in. Kanika. Uh, is that it? 
you're a member of that, that those is, games? It, that's it for me, you guys. I was just checking to see some things. I'm going to make some corrections to certain things before it goes live. Correct and shows. I will say that's it for Thug Nerd today. One love. I want to say some shit about Moon Knight, if y'all don't Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you know, it's just that, like, a lot of people, the last couple Disney Plus shows, they were like, this feels like some CW shit. This feels like some CW Not shit. this one. That's got to say, man... Moon Knight had me fucked up. I was like, what is going on? Like, I was, I was enthralled the whole time. It was, you know, it was, it was deep. It was dark. It was serious. Uh, there were some funny moments, you know, to break it up. There's a lot. Like, that intro with homie oh, fucking yeah. on glass and shit. That was dope. Like, what got, the fuck? The Jim Jones-like character. Yeah, that I shit. That shit is crazy. Uh, Koresh. Dave Koresh type character. What did I say? Jim Jones. Jim Jones is also a cult leader. So oh, yeah. yeah. But he based on David Koresh, you said. Oh, is he? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just yeah. saying like a cult-like leader. Yeah, yeah nah, 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 but uh, you, you, you. still, crazy. Shit's crazy. The music's dope, and I, I, I'm i excited to see like where it's going to take us, because like you said, it's like sh- not that many episodes, so it's going to yeah. move quick, so it's like a lot, it's like a lot to handle, I feel like, and I'm also wondering what other MCU connections were because we haven't seen any the first episode was pretty like standalone uh-huh. you didn't really see any kind of like mention or tie-in you know they didn't say like oh you know in the, the in guy the... with the hammer or none of that shit so like I'm curious to see like hey, right, right, at right. what point or who you know is it is it gonna be like a Black Panther reference because that's like Africa you know is it gonna yeah. be is it gonna talk about Thor, because it's like gods and shit. You know, I'm curious to see, like, who is the first, what's the first MCU, like, connection, you know? So, uh, also, I'm not really sure what time it is in the blip. Like, is it during the blip, post-blip? Like, was this full blipped? You know, so I'm curious about how they handle the blip in this as well, because a lot of the other episodes, a lot of the other shows have kind of shown blip moment stuff. So, so yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was just my little Moon Knight stuff that I want to throw in there. Okay, uh... Yeah, I, I, good observations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Barlos, you got anything you want to talk about? We haven't got your new overlay yet, so I'm just gonna uh, throw. Uh, I'm gonna throw my plan one. <laughs> just chilling, man. How, just enjoying the time with y'all. I love the space dog. It's nice, but um, dude, after the fiasco at the Oscars, we actually had some great music at the Grammys, so we can kind of get over that. After oh. Performances, the vibe, everything. Um, I'm just gonna get right into it. Her, love your girl. Wow, what a performance! With hey, Travis, her with Travis Barker and um, the man, the legend, Lenny Kravitz. That I've never, I've never seen a show like that. I'm, I'm not even talking shit like that. That type of rock and her coming down. First, she was drumming. She was singing. She went. You know, the stage comes up. Then, like, she pops up right next to a. Uh, Full drum drum set and that's her little solo. She's like, doo, 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 doo. and then all of a sudden after that she she gets down. Who who pops up out of nowhere? Travis Barker. I'm like, oh shit, that's ah, really going down. This guy's like spinning the sticks and like just really into yeah, it. And then spinning, motherfucker. It's spinning, bro. It's spinning. I was I was just I was amazed. Like I I didn't I forgot that she played so many instruments. You know, because you just 
Filipino. Well, sometimes you yeah. gotta let a motherfucker yeah. know. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, this is me, Shorty. Let him crab it to us, soloing it out together. Especially because, like, yeah. music these days and how people be, like, you know, misrepresenting and, you know, ghost writers and fucking 20 writers on one song, you know? Yeah, to have crazy. someone come out yeah. and just be like, I do everything. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy because, like, and then, but all these people get credited. Speaking of credits, real quick, the homegirl told me she's watching. I just wanted to shout her out. She's in the interlude on my three faces uh, for sleeping with the enemy. Oh yeah! Well, shout out Demi Tigressa. Appreciate you for all that that you do. She's an actress. She's dope as hell. Um, definitely brought out some acting chops in me that day. Um, so thank you. And uh, we'll make sure to throw her Instagram in the description. Yes, sir. So if you're hearing this in the future and you want to know who we're talking about, check the description. Her IG will be right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. I. Oh, yeah, you're still yeah. going. My bad. No, it's cool. <laughs> no, it's like, <laughs> that was my favorite performance, but, I mean, Nas, Nas did his thing, too, man. Like, having the little kids, he did his rendition of um, uh, I Can, you know? Oh, yeah, little kid on the, the stool kid, steps. On the steps, yeah. like, all, all, all heaven-sent white, just all down. Like, it was heavenly, man. And then the band behind it, percussion, the piano, all of it, it was just Jack Harlow even performed. That's how you know the man made it. The little kid from Kentucky. Oh, I know, bro. I remember. <laughs> dude, I bro. I remember when you and Jelani, shout out to Jay, when y'all were putting me on it, I do it first. Look at I, was guy, like, what? I was like, what? So and you were like, no, bro. No, bro, trust. Right. I was like, all right, bro. All right. Yeah. You know what's up with the new yeah. shit, so I'm, I'm going to check it. I'm going to give you the Nas X, you know, um, They did Montero, so that was their banger. That's why I kept saying, uh, 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 oh, yeah. uh, 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 Dude, they, they got down. They were all sparkled out, too. Like, Everybody was blinging, like, that's the flex of the flex. Like, everybody's just diamond studded, the microphones are that. Um, just, just the whole night. And I'm going to run down from a. Oh, yeah, I have it right here. Little, little, uh, it's a little article from the um, from USA Today. Just to inform you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make sure you speak. So, yeah, the, the 64th Annual Grammy Awards were in Las Vegas. A first for music big, a music's biggest night. And no single performer. Dominated the trophy count. John Batiste, who led with 11, 11 nominees, won five awards, including Album of the Year for We Are. But let me tell you this one. The guy from the Lemur Park and, and the, the, the other legend <laughs> from Hawaii. You guy, um, they call themselves Silk Sonic, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. They, they flexed on them this year, man. Like They all came out like... You know, Anderson Pack, you got no hair. He had a little real, wig real on. They were all in the 70s, like, type of get. Like, He's going to have to clarify real yeah, quick. Anderson yeah. Pack is not from Lemur Park. He's from Oxnard, but he, he used yeah, to come up in the scene in Lemur Park. That's what I meant. So, yeah. Thank you for clarifying. I just had to say that because yeah, yeah. I don't want anybody coming at yeah, you, yeah, yeah. bro. Sorry, that, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to the uh, A dude that could have been seen com coming up in that scene along with fucking Doja Cat his name was Chris, and Kendrick Lamar and like, a bunch yeah. of other people who went through there to make sure that like you know yeah I love seeing him when I also love Bruno Mars their so. performance was <laughs> off the chain of course, like, of course. <laughs> ridiculous dude just just that whole feel of like I don't know what that area is but the music speaks it you know that 1970s it's R, R L Green, Marvin Gaye. Yeah, it's like the yeah. original R and B, you know? Yeah. Like it's like, like soul, really right. funk, soul yeah. music. Yeah. Soul music, bro. Soul music. It's yeah. soul music, man. That's what it is. Music. It's called what it is. They took home four. Word. Including Song of the Year. Oh damn. That so and they he's like they, like he gets up for the last one and they're like 
They do their little strut to the stage. They're all just flexing. Bruno Mars smokes a cigarette on stage. Oh, like, Dave Chappelle did? Dave Chappelle did? Dave Chappelle did? He's like... And they asked yeah, Pac, he's like, like, like let me tell y'all now. You know how he yeah. sounds with his raspy voice? Oh, what happened? What happened? Lost oh, camera. Oh, what? Yo! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, technical difficulties, baby, but you know, we back, we back. It we doesn't back. matter what space you're in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just happens. Like I was saying. Uh, no, just a different setup. We, you know, it happens. Different setup, different setups. So, yeah. Those yeah if you like it better, though, let us know, because... Mm-hmm. You know, it's definitely a different vibe we've been here. Definitely, definitely. Those guys killed it though, taking home four and having the light flex on on their on the speech. You know, he's like, now, nah, now nah, we can we can really get on y'all, but uh, oh, you came right back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just beautiful, man. Like you can tell, he's like, all right, now, like this is the fourth of the night. Now we got something to say, but they just walked off and shimmied off. It was so great. It was perfect. And then um, they did a whole um, tribute to a uh, rest in peace to Taylor Hawkins. You know, for the Foo Fighters, it was beautiful. And that kind of went together with, like, what's going on with Ukraine. And they had the president speak. So it got really deep, you know. And, like, the music is what keeps us all whole together, you know, no matter what we're going through. I don't know one human being that doesn't listen to music and love it. So, you know what I'm saying? It speaks for itself. You know, we're very privileged on this side of town. So we really are. We, really we got to take responsibility and give grace for what we're blessed with, you know, so have a heart, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot going on. Yeah, and if you can order shit from Ukraine or if you can afford to, like, book an Airbnb you're never going to stay in, uh, that's how people are actually helping out by, like, you know, just uh, sending business over there, sending money over there, like, whatever you can. If you could buy in Ukraine or, you know, book book a trip over there, you know, whatever, but if you can help, uh, help, you know, um, I don't want to get all political right now. Right, there's right. a lot to talk about that whole situation. Yeah, yeah, but at but the end of the day, like, you know, there's like a, a bigger country that's like trying to fucking do some shit to a smaller country. And I think that, that at some point someone's got to be like, yo, can y'all chill, please? Can y'all just chill for a yeah, second? Can, we have some, can, we, can you just leave us alone? Can't we, we all just get, get along? <laughs> like, for real. Um, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, for real, man. It's yeah, a lot. So, it's a lot. so I'm saying, you know, the music brings us all together. You know, it's all love. So... It's nice seeing that compared to what we were talking about fucking for a whole damn week. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? About something that goes on in America and we saw on live television, like what we're trying to prevent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I saw like, so many funny tweets about that shit too. Like, oh yeah, uh, let me bring up how like I worked with Will Smith 10 years ago and how I never saw this coming, you know? That's the only way I can make it about myself. Like, <laughs> you know, like, shit like, like that. Like, like because like, a lot of people are just like, if, oh my god, I had no idea. It's like, no if the man finished, doesn't bro. want to talk about it as far as Chris Rock, then the man doesn't want to talk about it. All that did was just boost him up. His I mean, tells went from 44 to 315. So you do the math. <laughs> no, and I was, uh, I was, uh, I was dri- driving down the freeway and I saw a fucking billboard for his coming special and like he's on tour and shit. So I'm pretty sure. Like, oh, the statistics skyrocket. Yeah, I'm pretty not, sure it's he's not talking about it. He's just him. like they always. That's what they're waiting. Well, they mentioned he mentioned it on his uh, his on first his, one on his, on his first thing back. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you okay in there? Oh yeah, I'm, just, I'm doing a lot right now. I'm doing a lot, like I'm trying, I'm trying to spread the word, y'all. Like if y'all are on here right now, please just share it. I want everybody tuned in for a fool. It's a big deal to us. It's, it's a big 14 deal minutes to me. away from the premiere. No, Barlito's way. What? 
No, tell us about Barlitos. Tell us about Barlitos, way. It's Barlitos, way. It's freaking awesome. It's freaking awesome. I just love everything about it, really. It's it's my way of just telling y'all that I don't really care what you think. And I know you guys feel that like that some days out of the week, you know, where, like, people try to tell you, like, something very subjective or passive-aggressive. And, it, like... They're just telling you because they don't know how to do it or they're jealous about it. It's like, nah, this is this is how I feel about what I've been going through. I've been bottling up for the last couple years, and that's what Barlitos' way came to be. Let me do it my way. It's only going to be my way. You're aware of the highway? Yeah, that's what I felt. So get out of my business. Too hot to handle. I've been looking too fly, you know what I'm saying? Too long while I've been struggling, you feel me? What's been the overall, like, feedback you've gotten from people? Like, do people like it? Have people given you, like, criticism? Like, have you heard have have people tell you what their favorite song is? Like, what's what, what's the, what's the, what's the... I've gotten What's more, the word, homie? What's I've the word? I've gotten more... Um, you know how we were talking about, like, Too Hot to Handle might be the one. Like, I'm getting more of uh, the other one, the, uh, the second one. Um, Run It Up, you know, because it's more of the chant. And and the album like it has like a bounce feel. to it. Yeah, it's got that feel. That's what I meant. Like yeah, it really has. I can hear the the give back and the the reciprocation from the audience. You know I, what I mean, I really like to watch it. The handles fire. I like them all, but like I also I like, I've, I've been gravitating toward like run it up, but it's just like it's, it's which one's one uh, side hole? Which one's that one? That's run it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one too. I like that one too a lot. Uh, yeah. Apparently, real quick, I, I'm laughing. I'm sorry because my wife is tuned in. She told me not to shout her out, but she, I just did. What? Um, uh, she told me. She did. She told me. She told me that she's been had a Twitch account. Apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently, my daughter has been watching Fortnite on it. See, Run it up is a good one. Run it up is a good one. Um, yeah, it's like. I just like the progression that we set it up in as a unit. Like, obviously, we listen mm -hmm. to it. We just don't jumble tracks together. It kind of had the buildup, and then it got to me really talking some shit and um, run it up, and then the transition over to get out of my business, still like a little gangster, you know what I mean? Out of my business. That kind of reminded me of, like, um, damn, it's like one of these two... No, it reminded me of that 50 Cent shit, like, Two niggas in the front, two niggas in the back. Like That's I had four, that. Yeah, strap had, I whooped your head. Like I had that. Like we're about to go ride on somebody. Like get out of my bit. Like I could hear somebody playing that because it's kind of spooky and evil. Not feel you. Yeah, yeah definitely you know, like definitely like a late night on a mission type mm -hmm. of track for right, sure, for right. sure, for sure. Yeah. And then it gets into like my little soft spoken. Real heartfelt, like, let me tell you about this woman that I really don't even know. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how, how I just been running through the mill and getting taken advantage of, you know? Like, oh, is she the right one? And then all of a sudden, like, you start seeing the signs of how she's, how she's actually not the right one. Even though she is about her money, that's not the only thing that matters, you know what I mean? Even though it's a big thing. Not definitely. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of other things that come back to later. Layers, son. Go back to layers. Layers, hey man. Layers, man. you feel me? So that's funny. I was watching um. And Shrek. Like, I was, I was actually. Oh, I was you got Shrek. me, dog. Yeah, you got me. I've been getting a lot of positive feedback. A lot of people been playing it. Um, it's just it's beautiful to see. You know what I mean? So are you are you are you happy with your first project? Is the oh, real yeah. question. I, I am. am. And that, I mean, really, really, really. I haven't dropped a, a solo project. 
Um, but I think the number one thing, this is something I kind of, you know, always talk to you about is like, I don't know whether I should do this. I don't know whether I should do that. But like you always ask me is like, are you happy about it? Yeah. Do you want that in your project? It signifies who you are. So like, I really respect you for doing what you wanted to do on this, you know, because mm-hmm. even me, and I've told you, like, I wouldn't have done it that way. I don't think you did it that. Yeah. I had my hangups about certain could've, things. Could've, would've, should've. Yeah, 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 but none of that matters, you know. That's how that whole came about, because I was like, nah, I'm, that's why I've been wanting to say that shit. Like, yeah, you know I what I mean? And it just rolls with, it's just, I, I just felt that's what I needed to do, you know. All the combinations of music that I really had, like, there was no boom pap in it for sure, you know. It's a hip hop thing, but like that original, like let me bar out, bar out. It well, wasn't... I think it's like what we did on Cushion Caffeine. It's yeah. like it wasn't really a boom back record mm-hmm. in its whole, uh, as an entirety. But we had uh, DJ scratching, and yeah. we had boom bap type like raps. Not like saying our raps aren't modern, but we we really bar out. We really know how to rap. We really kill it. And you know, usually we would do that for you guys, but again, we're dealing with new setups. We like to freestyle usually for you guys, but uh, hopefully by next time we'll have it together for this. Not next time we'll be ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll be ready. Tune in next time you come to the freestyle. Like my we'll grandfather with a machete in a Chevy, and, you know. Um. <laughs> and the crown on his head is starting to feel heavy. Hey man, and I told her hit me, and I get tatted by Telly. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! They feeling me like I'm on the radio with Felly. Shit, my flow be sneaking up the game. I guess they call me smelly. <laughs> I just pissed y'all off. I guess I pissed on the game like R. Kelly. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, so, yeah, I just, all the combination that I, of music that I was kind of listening to, I like took that in and this what this came about. Kind of just, Sesh, and Sesh just like, you know, yeah, he definitely pulled that the, out the, of the, yeah, the, out the vision, you know what I mean? Shout out to Sesh. I still, you know, shout out to New Sean as well. It's just being in there so much with Sesh, we really had to really... No, you guys really, I will say this, like, when, you, when I saw you and Sesh start working together, I was like, okay, there's something there, you know? I really feel like, even myself, I feel like every rapper kind of has to find their producer or engineer or both in one. Um, like, you know, obviously M did with... Dre and Snoop deal with Dre and so and so deal with Dre, but uh, also like you know, um, I'm trying to think of other people. Like right now, it's just not coming to me. Drake and Forty, Drake and Forty, uh, TDE and Ali. Um, That's right. It's right, like right. the Beastie Boys and Rick Rubin. You know what I mean? Like I got you. You know, this is the beat for stuff like this. Like that sound. That I think he was the only one that could create that sound. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you for real. I mean, that, and that's the thing. Like, you have to be able to gel with a right. character. There's stickers on the table, Victoria. My daughter's watching. Um, <laughs> there's stick. There's stickers on the table and gear. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think you know it goes back to like uh, I heard a Dr. Dre interview, and he's like, you know, um, I gotta put my head in the mind for each artist. Yeah, I yeah. can't walk into an Eminem session thinking about Snoop Dogg. I can't walk into a Snoop Dogg session thinking about it's, you know, like I got. When I mean, I, when I, I'm in a session with someone, I'm in like their mode. You know, I like, feel like we've had to conquer the Muck Clan. I'm in Muck Clan mode. Like all of us going to be in, in, in Monster a, mode, yeah, like, Monster that. Masher yeah, Clan that's, mode. That's, I, I know for sure I have. I mean, Sessions called me out for like you know pulling back on certain parts. I'm sure all of us have been called out by him individually for certain things. Um, Sesh is our in-house producer. He is a part of the MMU clan, so like. He's the person that we all work with most of the time. Um, but I have, you know, my engineer, shout out to EP. I'm working on my stuff with uh, 
might as well say it now. You know, I got my solo project, Three Faces. It will be coming before you know it. Sneaky's working on his thing with... Sesh. Sesh. And uh, it's a shadow work, three song, fucking musical <coughs> visual experience coming nice. to you. Uh, t- I'm not going to tell you when, but keep tuning in because we tend to get a little lit and make announcements here. <laughs> Everybody hears things here first because we just say stuff that, uh-huh. that comes out. Like Should I not have said that? My bad. No. no I was just having fun. No, 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 no. But that's why people need to tune in. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's we, the we say We say things here exclusively that we won't say anywhere else. Like, we're not talking about that here. But here, here, we talk about everything because this is this is our home. So when you come over to somebody's house, you talk about things, you know, hey, man, don't tell nobody else, but I'm going to tell you this, you know. Yeah, I think uh, we announced Bartles' project here first. Yeah, yeah. I think we announced that the video was done and going to drop soon here first. With that first. being said, you guys should always tune into the Twitch channel. You won't miss out on what we're doing. Straight up. Straight up. And you can watch the replays up to 14 days later. And if not, we got the highlights and the replay coming to you, edited on YouTube, which if you are not there right now, you should go to YouTube.com. Four minutes. We got four. Four, 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 four. Uh, Victoria, these are stickers. If you want one of your stickers on the table, just have one made, and you can add your stickers Actually, to the table. Actually, is working on her design. There it is. So we'll get you. We'll get some of the the young the younglings on here. Yes, um, yes. But uh, what were we talking about before I read that? Just off. Uh, we should. We shouted her out. Yep. Tell her. Oh, <laughs> I'm reading your shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, um, I actually, uh, once we found out that the video was getting dropped and I needed to make out some flyers, I actually jumped on Twitch to make those flyers and I was DJing. So, like, whoever was tuned in actually found out before we even announced it that the video was dropping on Monday. So, those are the kind of little Easter eggs. I think I didn't even know at that point. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you were asleep when I was <laughs> Well. <laughs> yeah, so those are the kind of things that uh, you hear first on Twitch. So um, if this is your first time here, make sure you subscribe, follow, turn on the notifications so you know when we go live. Um, this video is about to start in two minutes. Uh, I'm actually going to pull it up so we're ready to go. Um, I'm going to have the chat live too. So if you want to leave us here and go over there and jump in the chat over there, or, you know, we're going to have it all up right here. So uh, just want to thank you guys again. Barlita's Way is out on all musical platforms. Carlos got bars 47. Follow me. Add it. Put it in all your shit and run it up. All right. So uh, here it is. It's going up right here. They can still hear us, y'all, though. Hey, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Uh, so this is it. This is what it looks like, I guess, before the two minutes. It should be in two minutes. Something else should come up on screen. But, uh... Oh, yeah. I hope y'all 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 enjoy this man. It was it was a hell of a journey creating this song. I'm not gonna lie, it was inspired by our people out on the East Coast. Mondo Apelado uh, mentioned how I said a fool for everything. Like, hey fool, what's yeah. up? What's good? I'm what's going on? You know, so all of them, man. They were all talking about how I do that. So, um, you know, I uh, just hope you guys really enjoy this. And if you don't, well, then you suck. No, I'm just playing. Um, no, but you kind of do because it's gonna be lit. Uh, it's it's definitely. One of, if not my favorite video so far, um, for the group for sure. So like, shout out to Two Six, shout out to his whole team, shout out to everybody out there making the moves. Yeah, everybody that came through was fire. Hell yeah, hell yeah! I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I have to use the restroom. <laughs> um, you gonna leave for the chat? <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, is it gonna just go through? It says sixty. I've never actually watched the premiere, so I don't know if it just starts. Or I gotta hit play. No, And then I want to make sure that the the audio is coming through cool before yeah, I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some people up in here. That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, I'm about to go blow people up again. Blow, blow, blow. Uh, it was a little late for my professional friends, but hey, they can watch it tomorrow. Fuck it. Fuck that. I'm <laughs> a professional. Yeah, you're my kind of professional. Yeah, I do what I got to do to get it done. I do what I got to do. I don't care. I'm saying. Uh-huh. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Tripping, I'm going to sneak you. <laughs> homie, I ain't playing. You ain't playing, huh? You know what I'm saying, homie, I ain't playing. Well. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, premiere will begin shortly. Is it just going to start? Should I take off the, the tag? or? Yeah, take off everything. I think we should leave it on. Yeah. There you go. It's supposed to have like a countdown. I guess not. <laughs> it says we'll be. Maybe when it says we went, we, maybe it'll change. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, you want me to mute the our mics when this shit goes live? Or yeah. All right. So we will be in chat only. In chat only. Sneaky's got to pee. Sneaky's got to. We all are right. back. Woo. So on account of us just premiering a video for the first time like that, I will say this time, and I will be doing a TikTok during this, so I will have to film this. All good, all good. We filming out here in the yeah. neighborhood. If you're in the uh, chat, let us know if you like that shit or what. Like we were talking about last podcast. If you want to send us any cameras, please do so. <laughs> yeah, 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 all of that. All of that and more. All right, you guys. So I have this. Caña Manavita. Caña Manavita. It's probably one of the first things I got drunk off of in Sucre, town I'm from. Town my family's from in the town I spent every summer, summer until I was like 15. You wanna like hit the table anymore? I'm gonna hit it again. Oh, Fuck it. Oh, okay. I'm gonna hit that shit again. Fuck it. <laughs> you gonna hit it that Two tears in the pocket. Oh, is that in your way? My bad. Oh, that shit scared the fuck out of me. I thought it was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to get it out of the way, man. Alright, so, Gaya Manavita, you guys. Gaya Manavita. I'm gonna have my boys try it. <laughs> Here we go. I had <laughs> the bottle so effed up. I had to stab it. So one, two. Un, dos, tres, oh. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Alright. Here, Here we go. Here we go. You should be nervous. <laughs> Alright, so Calla Manavita, yo. You ready? No. You ready? I don't know. Should I be ready? Am I ready? Am I ready? There you go. I want them to see my face. I want them to see your face too. All right. So the A fool successful. A fool was a successful. Cheers. Salud, fools. I'll tell the fools out there. Oh, smooth. Very smooth. Very nice. Very nice. I can see why you guys ship this off this. Yes. Can't even taste it. I cannot even taste it. Obviously, these fools are from some other country, like, or some shit, because, I don't know, this shit is actually, like, smooth today. I feel like it's way worse, usually. <laughs> Maybe you actually didn't drink the real shit. Most of the real got shit. You fucked up. Maybe this is the real shit, but you didn't drink when you got fucked up in Ecuador. They're giving you that fake yeah, shit. Maybe your palate just changed. Maybe your paleta has changed, huh? Maybe you like popsicles now. Maybe you need to drink more. You want another shot? Sure. I'm good As on I another start shot. to slur. Well, 
Sure, that reminds me of vodka. Vodka. Well, it's made out of ganya, so it's sugar cane. Ganya. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, cheers, cheers, cheers to another one. To A4. To A4. A4. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, because you might be gone a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so is it going to be a drink chats episode? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that. But yeah. Uh, you know what, though? You know, that's good. That's good. That shit's good. All right. Good. I'm gonna leave a bottle with I you. I like that. I like that. Oh shit, he's fucked in the head. I think. Cause look at bottle. Bottle's just like, nope. I'm good. I like that. <laughs> you know what it is? You have you don't have the trauma from it. Like for me, I had that. And I'm like, hmm. Oh yeah, it's like it's like whenever you smell something else mm. that you threw up on it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Took me back in Ecuador. What you do? What they do is because it's a cheap drink. It's like the, it's why everybody drinks it. Oh, it's, it's a cheaper drink. So it's gonna get me like not feeling great tomorrow. Type. I mean, it's okay, but in Ecuador, well, it's sugar, dog. I mean, so, like, wrong. I mean, that shit was there solo. I mean, so azúcar, azúcar, azúcar. Oh, sorry, they, turn Ecuadorian. They, they, they make... <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I see him do that. <laughs> well, I've never seen him do that. Azúcar, azúcar. <laughs> es para mí la tormenta de I mi vida. Wrong, no me hagas sufrir. And I go chick, chicky, boom, chick, chicky, boom, chick, My chicky, bad. boom. Nah, I think we're having a great time. Si su amor yo moriría. Da, 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 da. He sings. Ladies, gentlemen, and non-binaries. Uh, everybody out there, everything out there, everyone yes, out so there, every creature uh, under the sun. So, um, I was gonna tell the folks why I didn't have a psychedelic studies. Let's today. hear it. Let's hear your excuse. I mean, let's hear your reason. Damn, motherfucker, it's weed. So Sneaky actually had a uh, Sneaky had some adventures today. Like what? It was a packed ass day. As Face alluded to, I'm working on a new project, solo project. Um, it'll be the first of its kind coming from <coughs> Sneaky. Really, it'll be the first time Sneaky <coughs> does some shit like this. Um, hundred percent no samples. Uh, Sneaky singing on that shit. Sneaky um, singing on it. Sneaky helped produce and arrange that shit. And yeah, Sneaky's singing on it, bro. Like, like, notes. Yeah. Singing notes, bro. Singing notes. Notes? I would hope so. I hope you're hitting notes. Did I hear anyway, notes? Anyway, as of today, <laughs> I, I called you earlier, and then you called me, and I couldn't answer it, but I was calling you because before my 5 o'clock, uh, I wanted to tell you that all the vocals are recorded as of today. Episode so. 1 of Season 4 will be dropping this week. And uh, as soon as the next replays go off, they'll be on YouTube. So, we do it all, eh? We do it all, homes. Do it all, fool. Gaming, DJing, podcasting, streaming, dog. We pop. do it all. My goal is to drop like four projects this year. Four? Nice. My, yeah. my goal is to drop a number of projects. Speaking a number? Of, <laughs> a, a number of projects. A number? Which, if you're... If you're judging, you, well, well, you already if know I, how many it is. If I count, if I counted, if I counted them, let's see. There's the homie from the far east. There's might as well just say it. There's cushion caffeine volume two. There's three faces. There's other projects that we're a part of. So I mean, that's three. We already dropped the project. So I guess you have four projects. Uh, solo projects, though. I don't know. I'm thinking about how to. How I don't know. Maybe you guys could help me out. Uh, I'm thinking how to top my thirty for thirty. If you guys have not watched my thirty for thirty, it's where I did 
30 verses with 30 visuals, or really 30, like, I want to say songs, because they weren't, like, just verses. 30 tracks. It's called 30 tracks with 30 visuals in 30 days. 30 releases. 30 releases in 30 days, which was hell, but in a good way. Um, you got to go through hell to get to heaven, you know? Um, it definitely helped me as an artist, and I definitely want to do something similar, but I don't know if I want to do it in a live event format or in a release format or in both with uh, the metaverse, you know? But yeah, so there's a lot to be excited about. I will say this is my first solo project that I ever came out with. I know, Sneaky, you've got a multitude of uh, solo projects. So like this to you, it's just like leveling it up, I think, right? Uh, it, it's, a, it's a different feel. It's a different feel. Um, well, this is the first time you have a team like us. There's less pressure. Wow. There's less pressure for sure. Um, because I'm not doing everything like I would normally be doing. And everybody on my team is actually like dedicated to making me pop, which wasn't the case on the other ones. It was kind of like <coughs> I was driving. I was like pulling the ship, you know, and fools were on it. <laughs> so like there was definitely like a, there's there's um, I'm more focused. My team is more focused. There's more resources. So there's less stress. There's less stress on that, but there's also less stress because like I have other stuff out. Like I'm already, I have like I I'm kind of launching off from a point as opposed to just kind of it does it doesn't feel so much as like a fresh start as it feels like a like a new chapter. I you feel, know. You know what's funny for me is I can see that for you. I yeah. can definitely see that and, I, and I'm excited because I feel like this is probably the first time that you're really embracing being a rapper. Mm-hmm. Not even just a rapper, but like hip -hop. A, a recording artist. Hip-hop. No, like I'm embracing no, being hip-hop no. like as a whole. Like, I wouldn't say, I mean, hip-hop, everything is hip-hop to me. Everybody makes fun of me because I'm always like, that's hip-hop, that's <laughs> hip-hop. Punk rock, that's hip-hop. Anything anything from the hood that, that's about uh, the voice of the, of the oppressed is hip-hop to me, you know? Um, and, but and I still feel more like a rock artist. Who was doing beats? Um, I could see that. So but, now it feels more like I'm fucking a hip hop artist putting out a hip hop. Oh, project that's what you mean for okay. hip hop fans. Because it's like performing you know, like, because you sing, you rap, yeah. you, you have like spoken word breakdown sometimes. You know, like I, I'm, I'm very analytical when I listen to hip hop. Mm -hmm. Like really, when I listen to anything. Like, right. Yeah. It yeah. It's hard not to. It kind of sucks. Like I remember yeah, when I first learned rap, and like how to write a song and I remember listening to music just completely different. <laughs> so when I first started DJing and every time I would hear something I was like what can I mix to this and like I couldn't yeah. do the song anymore I was like what can other beat can go right here. And what's funny is like I don't even DJ even though like little known fact DJing is actually the first pillar of hip hop that I learned. Like I learned how to DJ first. It, I wasn't good at it. I mean I wasn't horrible but I also, it wasn't what it is now. Um, it was all about like timing with the with the and I, I don't know CDJs so like to any real DJ that's like not DJing. So, but was it CDJs or you actually using real CDs? Because uh -huh. that's different. Yeah, it was real CDs. Um, real CDs. <laughs> you got you got a beat match. I was about timing. It was like it's so. All time. No laptop. No laptop. Come on, that's no that's, that's 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 yeah. um, no waves. No, no, no waves. screens. No, no Come screens. on. Yeah. No, yeah. literally, it was like that's ear. Bam. <laughs> that's just that's no, just. Well, it's like it's like uh, the homegirl Foxy. Shout out to you, Foxy One DJ Ethos. Look up their projects. Uh, Foxy posted something. I stole the meme. It was like, it's not about the gear. It's about the ear. You hey! Know? Uh, sure that was hard. Like, the old man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like, so... Um, I will say that I always feel like I didn't understand how to put 
my musical knowledge out. And that's why it, because I did take three years of piano at a very prestigious music school. Uh, but, you know, it really irked me when people would say people in hip hop weren't musicians because they didn't, you know, play classical instruments. Whereas, like, I've seen, and you've seen, and we've all seen at this point in this room, what a DJ can do, what a producer can do with, 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 with no classical training. You know what I'm saying? And, and to me, a musician is anybody who manipulates, and I think I looked this up for argument's sake before. I think you did, yeah. We anybody we all yeah, anybody who <laughs> man, manipulates sound to make music. And, and you know, um, no, and this isn't a shot at, at that person because they're not the only person. There's a right, reason, right, there's right, a reason right, right. that I have this, this hang-up. This chip on your shoulder. Yeah, this chip on my shoulder. So you can't say that Jay Dillon's not a musician. You can't say that, uh, you know, any producer out there who doesn't play classical instrument isn't a, a musician. Like, I'm a musician, and I really don't play instruments in the studio except my voice, but I'll put people in a room to make a song, and I'll direct them how to do it. Is that not what a composer does? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so to me, it's just like, it's interesting when people like break down what they are. Like, you're saying now you feel like you're more hip-hop. And to mm -hmm. me, it's funny because like you're saying you were more of a rocker, but to me, you were always a rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and for... For me to say you're a rapper, bro, He's <laughs> you know, He's like, yeah, I, I, I mean, to me, like, you've heard me, like, we've heard rappers, I'm like, that's not a spitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, not yeah, a yeah. spitter, dog. No, I feel you. And you've proved yourself, bro. I put you through the gauntlet. Like, I put, I put myself through it. I put bottles through it. I put anybody who's been in my circle through some sort of gauntlet. And you prove. I remember when I gave you the mic at Hip Hops, and you went off, and I was like, oh, he got it. Oh, he, oh, he got it. Okay. I could trust him to I take I still the remember feeling like, oh, shit, I got to kill it right yeah, now. And this is my shot. Like, if I don't you kill it right now. You I put the mic down. I was like, okay. I was like, if I don't kill <laughs> it right now, I'm not going to get another chance. Like, I'm a, this, is, this is my moment. It was like some mama, mama spaghetti type yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. No, you got it. You got it. And I appreciate that you put me on that that yeah. that pedestal to, like, be able to give you that moment. Really, hip-hop was a shiny moment for me, too. You know, and I trusted you when you did that. And when you took it off, I was like, Yes. Then I just left you and Bartles up there. Yeah. And I walked away. Well, no, actually, first, I was like, hold on. And I had to jump in. To make sure you're just like, just everybody knows. Everybody knows. I'm, I'm, I'm too. filled with spitter. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, he went back. Okay. Or bye. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, and, 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 I mean, for everybody listening who doesn't know, like, hip-hop is going to continue to be a shining thing for us, you know, right, it's, it's, right, gonna, it's gonna go, it's gonna take us places, so be on the lookout for that, well, for sure. for me, it's always been hip-hop and comic books. Yeah. That, that, that's... Hip I meant hip-hops, the show Oh, hip-hops? Oh, It's gonna be a oh. thing that's gonna take oh, us yeah, places. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Should we announce the next date, or should we wait? I will wait till we have artworks to drop. Okay. So we can actually put it there up There is right one here. coming up. There is one in the next month or so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. But I will say, uh, hip-hops, which was my event, which melded um, hip-hop and beer, craft, craft beer. beer, which is hops, you know, hip-hops, um, is something that put me on. It actually stopped me from stop rapping. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I told you this story, you know, story time. Um, I was at a point where I was going to stop rapping, you guys, uh, stop doing anything with hip-hop because, you know, I'm a grown man with children. My music all, had, all got lost. My rap team, except for Barlow's, had basically either abandoned me or moved on with their life and I respected some of them and I didn't respect some of them for what they did. Um, but that is what it is. And I was at a point where I was like, I remember looking for a venue, like, I think I need to throw a show. Something in my heart just kept telling me, you need to throw a show. You need to show people what you're good at. And you're good at finding talent and putting a show and, and, and or making a team. I mean, my plan. Or, 
you know, understanding what it, that ear, again, understanding what it takes to make something dope with hip hop. And uh, I was looking and looking and just randomly me and my bro right here, we went to with my wife and my sister. She wasn't my wife at the time. My sister took me to Golden Road and we met Melissa Hines and she was like, yo, I'm thinking of doing something here. And I'm like, oh yeah, all right, whatever. Little, lo and behold, in January, which was like my cutoff month for me, she gave me a call and she was like, yo, let's schedule a meeting. And I walked into a meeting and they believed in me and I believed in them and I brought hip hops and it literally took off. I'm talking like 250 people plus every show. On a Wednesday, which was her worst night in Glendale. If you're familiar with Los Angeles, Glendale is somewhere where nobody throws shows because of the cops and the atmosphere. But I, being me, knew if you built it, they would come. And like for me, it's far. Yeah. It's not like a close. Show yeah, people come to. from Riverside on the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of our promo. And people come from everywhere. Yeah, dude, that they was wrong. They came far. They came far. People came from Vegas. Like, um, you know. it's brought artists from Vegas. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like. You know, um, my message there, though, is the universe will provide and tell you this is your path. Continue on it. Because I was I was ready to be done. And I mean, if you're an artist, we all have those moments. But I was literally planning my next stage in, in music still. But Not I mean, that first hip hop, I met so many people. Like, it was crazy how many people I, that was at the first hip hop that I find out, like, even this year, you were there. Oh, my God. You were there? You were there? You were there? Wow. It's like an episode of Lost or some shit. Yeah, it's like we were all there. Like, it's crazy to me, like, all the artists and DJs and, like, people I became super close with after that didn't even know it was my event. Like, that was yours? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my event, you know? But now it's our event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's an MM Up Clan to Ill Spot Bertrand Media Production event, but that's my baby that saved me in hip-hop. And, again, you showed yourself at hip-hop, so there was multiple legends in the building. Mm-hmm. You know, and you proved yourself. You proved yourself there. And uh, Not even your wife's family, who has, like, a ear for music, you know? Yo, like, props and shit, yo. Like, for my music and shit. Shout out to my wife and her family, because for sure, hip-hop's... Me, myself, as an artist, would not be where I'm at without their support. No, yeah, they were there every week, you know, and yeah. buying drinks, had crack. bringing the party, bringing the vibes. Bringing the vibes, hell yeah, I remember, bro, like, they, they, they would have the vibes. Yeah, you look at those promo videos, it's like a lot of family right there, you know? It's a lot of family. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and uh, well, I appreciate that, and, you know, I definitely, um, you know, at one point, like, I, there was, the lyricism was always key for me right because right. I was like if I can't sing and I'll be writing lyrics then shit's got to be deep and dope and have, it has to mean something it can't be like I always wanted it to mean something and have metaphor like to me that was always dope about music in general storytelling and writing and how like you know people can say two or three words and they mean ten different things like that was always the beauty of like yeah. writing, writing yeah, yeah. lyrics I you know that shit too. so I always wanted that but it's definitely more felt like you know, it, it, there was definitely like a um, um, a battle uh, going yeah. on between styles and sounds and like approaches and shows I was playing at and what people were coming to me for and what people knew like knew, people knew me mostly from live bad shit. So when I started putting out beat shit. It was like it was a little bit more rocky and I you know again a lot of samples, a lot of stuff that made it catchy and memorable, but I didn't own and <laughs> it wasn't my own catchy memorable shit. You know, so the fact that all this shit is like a hundred percent me. And, you know, the lyrics and, and the hooks and, you know, the melodies and everything is just kind of like, it's it's coming out of me and it's like coming out in, 
in this like pure hip hop form with the intention of being hip hop is like it just it feels like everything's aligned now, you know, and it's like coming out way better. Like there's no more there's no more conflict in me. There's no more battle, and I still get to pull on the old rock influences and elements well, and sounds. Being you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. and still you. using my background and my my you know the shit that I came up with and what I love and what I love to you know what I vibe out to mm -hmm. and bringing that to hip hop as opposed to like trying to bring hip hop to me, you know, mm -hmm. I, I went, I, I'm like, I feel like I went to hip hop now. You That's know? beautiful. I mean, yeah. I, I love it. I, to me, I feel like we're all at a place where we haven't been. Um, you know, I'm proud. Bartos is like an artist that I definitely put on in so many levels. Um, and, you know, people kind of make fun of me sometimes for taking care of them how I do, but like, I see the potential and I want it to be there. I see your potential. I want it to be there. Y'all, Help me believe in myself a lot because again I'm analytical as hell when it comes to this hip hop shit. That sometimes my shit will be dope and I just be like, uh, I don't know. But y'all make me feel, you know, like it is what it is. And I'm excited because it's my first time being real personal. Like it's my first time for a whole. Well, it's my first solo project, but it's also my first time. It sounds honest. Yes. It sounds like not a persona. It's not a character. It's not sounds like it's not you. someone separate that you're observing and you're telling their story. It sounds like you're telling your story. Right, right. That's, and I think I mean and that I mean, means a million to like so many people for so many reasons, you know? Yeah, there's songs like there's you know, there's a good amount of songs on there and I think that it's true to the name, Three Faces. There's a piece of every every version of me on there. And I'm excited because like Loco, which is like my first single that really got me notoriety out there, and like Sangre, which was before, but like Bandera after. I think they all have this likeness. Mm -hmm. Like, like if I put them all on a project together, nobody heard it before. It, it would sound cool. A sound. It's a sound. It's a sound, it's a sound. and I feel like this is the evolution of that sound. And mm -hmm. and it's not so much the production, but more so how I wrote to the production. And how I put it together and like, you know, um Yeah, it's like where you're at, your intention, where your yeah. head's at, where your headspace is at, where you're where you're at creatively. And that's one of the things that I, your I always respected about Bartos is like he would take a beat and make it his. Mm -hmm. And and I always felt like, damn, like I do that sometimes, but not all the time. And I feel like now after the thirty for thirty and the evolution in that, like I could take any beat and make right, it. Right, right, right. You know, and it, and I find I always, your find your find your pocket in I always and do used your to say I could rap to any beat, but that making a beat yours is different than just rapping to it. Right, because anybody can put words on anything. <clears throat> right. Like, does it hit? Yeah. It does exactly. it hit, you know? Exactly. I, take that, yeah. I take that little Wayne approach. Yeah, and, and you know what? I, I believed I was doing it before, and I, I mean, I think I did for a verse, you know, for most of those, like, food for Or thought. a section, or, or you know, like, it, it showed, it, like, it shined. Yeah, it yeah. Like, but yeah. now it's like... like glim I, there was glimpses of it before. You know, now it's, it's like the whole shit. First time that I went with producers I never met, and like you know, we own everything we've done outright, mm -hmm. and it's just like. It's and just, the, the, let's be honest, the people that you're working with too, like. Oh yeah, EP. Like, <laughs> his 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 skill and knowledge and experience and what he brings to the table is like it all. It's all melding. It's all melding in a good balance. You know, it's all it's all coming together. And, like, and back to what we were talking about, like finding that person that you can work with. I think I found that in him. Like yeah. Um, that first night we worked, and that's not saying anything bad about anybody else you've no, worked with or no. anybody you will work with, but like no, it's you, just people that just, you feel it, you feel it, it clicks. But first, you know, the bro. first night we did, we made one of my favorite songs that I probably ever wrote, and then wrote it and recorded it the same day, and it was like just because he understood, and like it happened this last session when we recorded the. Uh, I know the beer. I'm still listening. Uh, go ahead. We recorded <laughs> this. Right, yeah. 
We recorded this yeah. interlude to Sleeping with the Enemy, um, and uh, I told him like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to pull out this this last song, and like he he basically called like he didn't even call me out. He didn't call me out. He, all he said was like, all right, well, how about this? You just write this last little section that you need to write to, and and that's it. But he knew without saying anything, and I knew when he said that that I was gonna record the whole song, mm-hmm. and I did. And sometimes you need those people that understand that you have it in you and I'm going to pull it out even if you don't want to do it right now. And I didn't want to do it right now. I had a time limit I wanted to be out of there by. And, and I actually made that time limit. But I didn't think it was possible because of where my head was at. And I still did it, you know. And I just feel like once you find, once you find that person that could pull that out of you, like without frustrating you without making you upset or without feeling like they're, they're being condescending to you. And again, this is just a, a melding of, of personalities and chemistry. Because you could have chemistry with somebody, but they still irk you. You could have chemistry with somebody, but you still don't understand your, your ways of communication. Um, but something happened with me and EP. Um, and, and I think it's special. I think he recognized that it's special. I think that we both understand what we want out of each other without saying too much, you know, and like coming from the hood. He's not from the hood, but like I came from the hood and when you come from the hood you say say less means more. Like you could say less and mean more. Like you know, like I don't, I don't You could say you could say a whole paragraph with a look. In the exactly. you know in the hood you could exactly. say a whole paragraph with a look. Exactly. You know? Or you could say one word and you just told somebody something's gonna get handled in a certain way. That's like and that phrase, you good? Yeah. Like, you, you, good? Like, you good? Or like yeah. in the Irish family they're like it's what it is. Yeah. It's what it is. It's what it is. It's what it is. Forget about it. You know, it's like it's what it is. Like it's and everybody's like looking like their eyes got all wide and shit. Yeah, like, it's yeah, what it is. Like yeah. that's what like, right. that, that means something, dog. Like that means a lot. So I think when you find that person, man, like it's your job though. Like again, the universe provides, and it's your job once you have that person to like literally the EP tells me that you invited me the first day because we had other business you know and then I invited him to come to the studio because I was like I'm trying to work on this by myself I'm trying to go a new path he came he didn't know what I what to expect I didn't know what to expect of him and I told him what I needed when he got there and he got we delivered we executed and it was basically a song a day every session and when it was like then it, after that it was just fine tuning and I also have finished recording all the vocals to the songs and you know cheers to that but now I'm um, creating the vision because I think because it is my solo project, my first one, and I'm at this age and at this point of experience with this following, I owe it to not just my my followers but to myself to make it something worth listening to that's going to be listened to over and over again. And like I've stressed with the team is, is re-listen value. You need to be able to replay it, replay value, replay value. Like, you don't want a song that we just going to listen to one time. We want a song that you can play all day. We want a song that you listen to when you're in this mood. We want a song when you're in this mood. And and I think that this project has that. And just to bring it full circle, like, that A-Fool was that. A-Fool, A-Fool was, was that. like our first Mup Clan track that was like that. I mean, Drugs and Groceries, but A-Fool to a larger extent because, like, more people like saying "Hey fool, you don't want that smoke," yeah, than they yeah, like yeah. saying they spend their money on drugs and groceries. You know, like right. they was just even more. If they, even if they do, they don't. Yeah, they don't want to. Not everybody's trying to say that shit. You know, yeah. like, everybody, everybody can say "Hey fool, you don't want that smoke," and like they, you know, they could fucking embody that shit and it could mean something to them. And I think like you know, we did that with that, and it's so that's kind of like the goal from now on is like to do that every time. Right, right, right. and I think that that. Response. I think that's something that I've stressed so much is re-listen value engagement value and stadium music 
And I think that my project has that. I think Bottles' project has that. And I think your project has that, uh, Sneaky. So I'm really, I'm looking forward to what this is going to look like when we perform. Speaking of which, April 13th, we're performing at the Offbeat Bar. Hey, first announced here. You see? You see what happens on Twitch? You see what happens on Twitch? You know what I'm saying? For the Northeast LA. Um, I'm working on some other shows for us. We might have some other appearances, other places. But yeah, just shout out to everybody um, that did tune in today. You know, today was a big moment for me, at least, because I really felt like this video was the culmination of something. Uh, like the full visualization and realization of what it is to have the MMR plan be what it is. And the song, when we dropped it, it did numbers. And I'm knowing the video's about to do numbers. And fuck the numbers. I feel great about it. And I feel like it's proven to me, to the people who doubted what the MMR plan could be, and to the world that we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And AFL, listen closely. Cause we come, yeah, and like not to like be uh too dramatic or whatever, but nah, I'm being dramatic. No, no, <laughs> no, nah, I mean like, <laughs> I, you know, uh, a lot of people underestimated me until that song came out. Like they didn't know, they didn't know, like they didn't know, they didn't know, they just didn't know. And you know what? Part of it's my fault because I never showed them. You know, so that's there's that too. So I'm not gonna just put it on everybody else, but. uh we're not holding back no more. I'm definitely not. The gloves are off, baby. This is bare knuckle boxing. You want some of this, I'm going to kick you in the shit and knock your fucking ass out. Like the leadership said to hit him. So y'all are getting hit. Just go listen to my podcast. I'm just saying, bro. We barely in the second quarter. We already got two projects out. Where you at? Let's go. Yeah, and Bartos, Bartitos Way. Streaming on all platforms. That's right. Yes, it is. A-Fool. Go fucking run those numbers up. Run it, run it up. up. Uh, A-Fool on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow. Um, this is your first time here. Get acquainted. Make sure you set, send us messages. We respond. We're, we're running our own IGs. We run our own Twitters. We run. We we're, we're, Our messages come straight to the phones. Feel free to hit us up. You ask questions. Fucking shoot the shit. Collaborate. Whatever, you know. We're open for all that. This year's all about building. Uh, pandemic fucked a lot of shit up. A lot of plans, a lot of relationships, a lot of venues, a lot of opportunities went out the door, went out the window. Um, and now we're, we're in a place where we're building all that back up. You know, we, we went dungeon mode. We figured out the podcast. We figured out yeah. streaming. We fucking figured out a Muck Clan project. We figured out individual projects. And now it's all about just showing you everything. So... Um, thank you for joining us and following us on the journey. And uh, walking down the boulevard. <laughs> I don't got anything else to cover. Is there any other topics on your mind that you wanted to cover? Anything that's, that's coming to you? Is your soul speaking about anything right now? Um, I'll have some more fights coming up. They took a little break as far as uh, the UFC, but it'll be back this Saturday, and I'll have an update for you next week. Well, we got Canelo, right? I'm not even paying attention to boxing. It's always one or the other. It's always a flip with him. He's always talking about, oh, I don't want to sign with this. But I don't like listening to tabloids. As soon as he says something, let's go. I'm pretty sure it's not. I'm pretty sure it's I, I want him to fight better Benavides. I think the kid deserves it. But that's not. That's just my... I don't mean no knockout, whatever. Benavides is different, too, though. Canelo, Canelo is just <laughs> at this point in his, in his career. 
where oh yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like bro, when he hit, well, he, when he, he knocked out the gypsy dog, you saw him training he, with that same has, combination punch. He breaks he has, people down. Yeah, and he has chess. the ability. I mean, now he's at that point. To me, to me, look, I'm a chess, I'm a chess player, and to me, it's like a good one. Thank you, appreciate that. Because we've gone toe to toe. I think I've only won once or uh, twice. Out of like ten games, I think. And to me, to me, I love, I love, I love UFC. I love MMA for its own reasons, but I don't think the the limitation of two hands and footwork in boxing makes it more of a chess match. Oh yeah, you know, um, you gotta use your tools, yeah. and you gotta watch out for what they. Y'all have, but y'all have the exact same tools. Right, 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 right. Like he should fight Golovkin. Yeah, it's like, it's like playing with the same pieces. Yes. It's, like playing, it's like playing the end game with the same pieces. Exactly. And seeing who and, 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 and I think gonna... in UFC there's so many variables, which is fun. But yeah, I mean, you think what? Uh, it's up to Canelo what he wants to do. He's the man to do that now. He couldn't do that before. Now he can pick who he wants. Like that's when that's when your goat status. And right now. The way he trains, I mean, he's got a great coach, and that staff has helped him since he was fucking 18 years old. But you know? I also think that Canelo being the man that he is isn't going to fight somebody before their prime. No, I think the one that's kind of itching on him is Golovkin because they, you know, so they're one, one. one. Yeah, like it. I always so, wonder if it's like that Rocky shit, though, where they're just like picking easy fights or winnable fights, like well, fights that will make money, but that he won't get hurt, like shit like that. No, it's just, I always wonder, ever since I've seen Rocky, I was like, I think that was man, Floyd. does that happen? I think that was Floyd. Oh, for sure. He for sure. In his later part of the career, though. Because his he earned his shit, way. He, yeah. he, he, like, earned man, the, he earned his way was, there. When he was young, man, you watch old, like, yeah, he pretty, knock he out pretty boy, that, that kid, like, knockout. you know when he was getting there, when he beat Arturo Gatti, and rest in peace his soul, that's one of the greatest boxers to ever even put on some gloves. He mopped the floor at that guy. That's how you know he was over the hill, and this this kid just rising up, going through people, went through De La Hoya, like everything. Like I think it's what you know? he said. It's that gold status. It's like once you pass the point where you can't pick, you get to pick, and what right. you do with that is up to you. There, I think that there's fighters that will choose the challenge. Like I think De La Hoya was known for that. Like a lot of the Mexican boxers did that. No, yeah, they want to know. They, they had wanted, they had that machismo. They wanted to know. They wanted to get hit and hit back. They want to know that yeah. their balls yeah, are bigger yeah, than yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to yeah. me, De La Hoya was. If we talk about Mexican boxing, yeah, fire. But like talking about so he sit there and brawl, he was a lot more pretty in his style with his jab, and it wasn't. He was he was a pretty fighter yeah, to watch. He was, yeah. it was a nice fight. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't like again. It wasn't like a Julio Cesar Chavez that got in there and, and brawl. And you know that's a different. Bro. That's a different. Like a Juan Marquez well, that knocked out Pacquiao. Who was longer than fifty fights? When he put Pacquiao to sleep, like that brawl, I'm gonna get beat up. I look bloody like Rocky, and then I hit you with this good one, and it's over for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that's original. Like I also think Pacquiao like didn't pick his fights like that. I think he took whoever came at him. He's um, a he's a lovable guy, dude. Like he he's but I was thinking, no, and then he and then he fucking fell yeah. off a little bit, tried to come back, and he got rocked. You know, like, yeah, I mean, it happens. Um, I got no one to quit, man. Well, I mean, he, and fighting, I think you got no one to quit. Fighting, just, it's like your brain. I mean, got no one to quit. It's all the greats. They have this little time, and when you saw him knocking uh, Pacquiao knocking out people left and right, like how he did Ricky Hatton. Oh my god, round, that's like, the first time. Nah, like, he was so fast and powerful. Yeah, like, dude. he had speed and power. Like, that, like, that was that great was, shit. That, he could hit you quick suck, and drop you. Like. And also, he was southpaw, so you're not seeing the punch. You're right. Like it's it's two jabs in your face, and then a right, and then another two jabs, and then another left. Like it's just like hoo 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 punches and bunches. He had speed like uh, Sugar Ray. You know what I mean? Leonard, like just. Oh yeah. But he, the thing about Pacquiao was that he could hit you from anywhere. Mm-hmm. 
Like he could he's, out here. Well, it's like a ping pong ball. Like he's like, he's like the Dirk. He's like the Dirk. <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki of fucking ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fall back like one hand off balance, knock you out. Shit, like. I could do it. I could do. It. I could do it. Could do it. Man, Dirk, Dirk played like that for so many years, bro. And like as he got. People were like, why are you practicing shots like this? I'm like, dude, I'm seven foot, and if I lean back on you, you can't touch the ball. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's a win-win for yeah, me, dog. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you were also talking about uh, the return of the stunner, bro. Oh, dude, that's always beautiful to see. What is that about? I, I wrestled oh, like, this weekend. I well, dude, they have Vince McMahon wrestling, too. The nigga's 76 years old. Like, you know, they're just like... They, Steroids is a big <laughs> steroids is a mother. Oh, yeah, like, well, and that's what I was. I'm glad you brought that up. That's why I was watching like Dark Side of the Ring and all that stuff. Oh, what is like, that? Yeah, what is that? What it's, is that? It's Bring on. It's on Vice. Um, it's similar to like if you if you watch Vice, ladies and gentlemen, you know it's really like up to par with the uh, adult rated stuff and like things that they don't really talk about on the regular TV. It's like really insightful things. Mainstream media. Yeah, yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah. It's like Michael K had a show about. You know, the kids jugging and finessing how how the underworld is. You know, the black market, it was called, his show and stuff like that. What was that? What was that about? Oh, you know what? Just, yeah. He sticks to so, the so, ring. Yeah, so, I'm just throwing it in there. So, Dark Side of the Ring told stories that these wrestlers came forward or like these huge monumental things in wrestling that didn't get talked about but shaped the face of wrestling forever. Like, how Jake the Snake, like, his dad and... I said it last episode, like, his dad, like, had all these deep dark secrets about him being a pedo and him not knowing it and all this like oh, crazy shit. shit like that like shit. like yeah, how, it breaks it down. how like mm-hmm. you watched it like, I watched it with him like how, how like he they, his family you know his dad was a wrestler and like his name was Bear Grylls like huge seven foot guy like you know what I mean so they all been in wrestling he grew up with like this is just one story I'm just it's just just one story um there's multiple ones, but this one really, like, I was like, damn, he didn't even know, like, he had siblings, but they never really grew up together, but they all wrestled. So when they got to the WWF, they all I had like the Bruce Buffer form? Yeah, yeah. That, that, no, but they, they all had different aliases and last names. So, so they had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, crazy shit like that. And this is Jake the Snake. Like, this is one of the great icons. Yeah, he's like, huge. Yeah, yeah. And for him, like, he, he's barely figuring out his right. story. Right, so it's shit. like, wow. he's, remember I was telling you about, like, there's like Los and Layers and the like Barlos. Like, yeah, yeah. He was like, I love Jake. Like, that's who I've been like the last 40 years. Like, right. But he's like Aurelian, like, is a scared little boy, and I never think I'll open up that door again. It was really deep. Like, Whoa. you know what I mean? Like, because that's his name before. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was oh, named, he's, 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 he's a junior, like his dad, oh, Aurelian, Aurelian Smith Jr. Shit, so, shit. so, like, the way he separated that, he's like, I love Jake, but. You gotta keep a pair of handcuffs on him. You know what I mean? Like, wow. so like he's 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 more comfortable with that guy. Like, it's just crazy how that. And then another story was like, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't know. You know, one of my favorite wrestlers that like from the oldies, like Jimmy Jimmy Fly Snooker, like. Wait, wait, I, can, can, can I, can I oh yeah, yeah, go ahead. I feel him on the Jake the Snake thing and face like versus it is like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like when people call me my real name, it's a whole different person. Right. Um, so, like, I feel him, because, like, Face is a cool person. Face is, like, my real name, I think. Like, Face is, like, who my real name, which is Renee, like, mostly relates with. Mm-hmm. But It, Face, Face versus It, right? It, mm-hmm. that's that's a scary motherfucker, you know? Yeah. 
That's just yeah. one of the stories, right? You no, know, but like that's that's like, like just trippy to like this is one of your how icons. people separate and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so how you go versus um, conscious type shit. That, like, that no, like, I'm like I'm sorry, I'll just go, I'm for, just, just being aware of it. Yeah, and like like we say, using your using your darkness, like and just knowing it, owning it, and then like building a whole fucking career out of it, and just doing that, like. Powerful shit, bro. Right, right. Well, it's like it's what I said uh, on the Cushion Camp Trail. Shout out to Cushion Camp Trail. They came on the video, too. Oh, um, yeah, they were there. Yeah, yeah. Um, gotta have them on here, bro. Yeah, we do. And you gotta get on theirs, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was, they keep telling me that, too. Uh, when I was on there, I was talking about, we were talking about Kanye and, like, how he's always fit, uh, flipped his tragedy into victory. Right. And, mm-hmm. like, I think that's the secret to success is the same thing with the darkness. It's like, how do you take this thing that everybody else would seem to make it, like... Tumultual, uh, tumultuous and 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 something that they couldn't get through and and how do you take that situation that everybody's like he's gonna lose after this right. and flip it? It's the same thing using your darkness. It's the same thing. Uh, you know, it is an alcoholic <coughs> addict who who likes to fuck around, make jokes, and fight. Right, right, right. But right. face is a dude who's business minded and knows how to get shit done and is focused and driven. But the mesh is like. Make that it shit marketable and sell it. Like, you know, like, that's that's just one of the stories. Like, one of my favorite wrestlers ever, like, two of them, they talked about him, and I didn't know they're the best of friends, Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit. Oh, I did. Like, and how that, like, I used to read the book. How how that, you know, Eddie's substance abuse problems, like, his wife was talking about him, like, he would go through that, you know what I mean? Like, she found him passed out on the couch one time. He's like, I don't want him to suffer no more. Like, he was still alive the next time, but, like, the last one, like, Chavo found him on the floor, like, passed out, he died in his arms, and then, like, they have the whole, like, um, Eddie Guerrero Pasolino, where everybody speaks, and, like, if you notice that, I was watching that episode as a kid, fucking Chris Benoit was crying his eyes out for real, and, like, all that, plus with the steroids and all the shit that people don't talk about with getting through to look like that, you know what I mean, like, yeah, the hits too. Nobody even talked about no, that. No, yeah, and then like the tours are brutal. They're doing that shit like every night, right? Across the, in different cities. Yeah, like, like it's away like, from your family. Painkillers like, and steroids. Like they were talking about this yeah. doctor, and it all go hand in hand. This guy used to, you know, he would sit there with like, like this is like fucking mob shit. Fucking cigarette in one hand, fucking, uh, like cognac in the other. Oh, what do you need? Like, box full of meds. Like, whatever you needed. And those are supposed to be the people taking care of you. Exactly. And shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like crazy yeah. shit like that. So I'm watching yeah. this stuff. I'm like, I thought this was just supposed to be an entertainment show. Like, oh my god, <laughs> your, your, your whole childhood just, just gets fucked up. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> a lot of my favorite, you know, guys that I look back on, I'm like, fuck, man, that was like. What you mean? Looked over, you know what I mean? Yeah. Layers, onions. <laughs> no, and I think it's also just like this. You know, to tie into like psychedelic studies, right? There's this whole world of drug abuse that, in different different circumstances, different settings, is totally acceptable and promoted and like encouraged and, you know, and it's like so many people walk through the world thinking like, oh no, like bad people do drugs and good people are sober. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you drink coffee? And like, yeah, my, you know, my icons and my heroes are like role models and it's like, bro, like, do you the world, the shit. social media and all this behind the scenes shit is really opening up the world to just showing how people are just people and like, that, so much shit is more common. Right. And you know, the things that people like judge and, and, and like stigmatize people for and try to make them feel bad about is literally like, 
way yeah, more, more. Everybody, yeah, everybody. Like, so many people are doing it. They're just in the closet. All these people, all these people, just successful. They're, you know, they get to, they get, they get a, they get a pass for whatever reason. All, all these people judge. They've never been faced with a life, life altering decision like that. Like football, wrestling, like any sport. Like, what if like you get a broken leg and like you have. What's your way out? You can your seat, your career is gonna be done. Are you gonna take this? That's gonna help you a little more. That's a big question, like to go through, because you've been doing this since you were fucking yay high, and then it's and just all gonna, your money's coming from this, right? And all your money's probably school, spent ev- already. Everything's like, been surrounded from by this goal, and some people are like, by any means, you know, yeah, like, shoot me up, yeah, like give me two, you know, like. like, like so it's like it comes back out and people are like, oh, shame on you. It's like, motherfucker. Or like Lance Armstrong, right? He wanted to be number one. He didn't want to be 17th place. Right. He's like, I want to be number one? Well, all the top 17 fools are doing this shit. If I want to be number one, I got to do this. They're the fools in baseball, right? You come from high oh, school. Fuck yeah. Come from high school thinking fucking America's pastime. You walk into the locker room, all these fools are juicy. It's like, okay, you want to compete? You want to be all here? You got it. All you my gotta favorite, all gotta our favorite sluggers of the fucking... Late 80s and early 90s that were on the covers of these games and and uh, Sports Illustrated all did that. Chasing chasing uh, 600 home runs between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. You guys <laughs> should be out your goddamn mind for them to be hitting shit like that. Barry Bonds. Like, it is... That's the, that's the sport, my guy. Like, it, No, it just is. to make it relevant here, right. you know, like, it's like... We, we, we see the same thing in our industry, right? Like, how many people come from out of town, have no idea, and they, they're doing pay-to-play shit, Right. Because they right. think that's the norm. Right, right. And it's not. And or, it, like, we're talking what, about sexual assault, right? How many women, you know, get invited to the studio or they're working with them? Lotto just came out about that shit. Like, you yeah. know, dudes not wanting to clear tracks until they smash. Or, like, you know, Rick Ross was like, I got to be careful, females, because, you know, I might want to fuck first. It's like, so many people get put in these situations where, like, or, like, the whole Me, me Too movement, right? this is how it gets done. Like, you want the parts, you want the songs, you want the features, you got you to do... X, Y, Z, and that's just how it is, right? That's the same shit that was happening to Cardi B. Like, all those DJs that didn't want to put her on, now you have to run her music through your program. You don't get nothing from it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you could have been the one that discovered it. Exactly. Instead of trying to think of her as like, oh, she just went another one. A piece of ass, yeah. you know? And, it's, 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 and it happens, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked that, yeah. you know? It, and it's like the people, the, the generation before always leaves some trash for the next generation to have to deal with, right? Like, and it's always up to the next people to, to not stand to, to to make to make a stand and be like we're not well, going to do that. Like, we're uh, going to change. We're going to change the game. Same thing with generational curses. Like you know, I'm I'm working on the same thing with my family and what I what I was taught, unlearning, unlearning, and unlearning. And it's crazy how, oh man, I'm trying to think of this quote about unlearning. But basically, it's like the whole time we learn to like civilize ourselves as children when like our children's our pure selves right and we're taught like don't do that don't do that and i try not to do it with my kids but you also got to teach people how to interact you know so mm-hmm. there's 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 these weird lines well because not everybody is coming from this altruistic pure mind you think right. you, you put yourself right. in a situation where people are trying to fuck you and, over and you gotta so, be able to know right well and so and so like you know it's just it's just it's just crazy how how you got to unlearn things that you were taught to become part of this society, but then you got to unlearn to like break these curses that were given to you by your your your, your caretakers or the people who raised you. And it's ancestors, like, yeah, yeah, they're the people. And, and it wasn't malintent; it was just simply <coughs> survival, bro. Survival, bro. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and honestly, bro, like that's one of the craziest things that 
you know, I'm realizing there's a lot of who I am was built out of a survival mode. And it's crazy to me because I'm always the person talking about don't move out of desperation. But a lot of a lot of who I became was born out of a desperation. A desperation to survive. Yeah. Which is its own desperation. Yeah. In itself, and it's, right? it's the craziest because like human beings. Darwinism for that ass. Yeah. Yeah. And Mark was up here last time in the chat telling us how like, you know. It's hard to trust fools that are joking because right. you, you never, never know, know what kind of dude who's oh, joking yeah. is. If they're desperate enough, they'll try to come up on you. You know, and that's why you know I've told you, I've, I've told you, sneaky, and like you know, when you're around certain type of folks with certain histories, you gotta just like watch what they ask and what they say because everything's a test, man. Because you gotta, and it's that's a survival instinct. Like I, right. everything you say, like they don't mean to test you, but they have to. But they have to. They have to. They have to. They have to. And it's just like it's not a diss to you. It's just. Uh, it's like just like you know it's like when they say when you project on other people your your insecurities and your yeah, shortcomings yeah, yeah. it's the same thing like i gotta make sure that you're okay for me to even talk to for me to even have in this room but i mean like thankfully i'm blessed to a point where you know my name carries weight right right, right? like and also like i come from a uh upbringing or, or a tradition an understanding and uh, an education of like you got to meet people where they're at yes. you know and just because People are acting a certain way doesn't mean that ha they're judging you or it has nothing to do with you. Like that's just that's their way of being, you know. And you can't if you want to work if you want to work with yeah. them and interact with them and collaborate with them. Like you got to meet them where they're at. And yeah, you can't you be coming in like telling them how to be. You can't tell people how to live. Yeah. You can't tell them how yeah. to be. Like yeah. people have their own experiences, and I try to like I try to meet people where they're at, you know, because it's like. You definitely to, did a good job with that with me. I used to be that guy who yeah. some someone took their time to come meet me where I was at and can lift me up, you know. So it's like yeah, I mean same 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 here. I mean yeah. I was I was an ignorant, you know, essay very very schooled in the ways of the hood as an essay, you know, even racist to a point you could say. Um, like internalized shit that you didn't even know you were doing, like microaggression type right, shit. Yeah, yeah, and you know, um, I was brought out of that by a mentor, Smurf. Who really put me on, saved my life through hip-hop. You know, hip-hop saved my life, and I always say that because it really did. Uh, people know how my mind worked, and I could have really been out here doing some crazy, crazy shit. You know, as it is, I was already crazy, even with that. So, you know, it's 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 crazy unlearning and, and becoming a better person, even at a societal level. So, like... We are trying to make the world a better place at the same time we're fighting these ancient evils of, you know, like the people in power who wrote these, who wrote the victor, you know, the victor gets to write yeah, history. histories and laws and, yeah. And it's like, I was, I was just And loopholes. Who writes, who writes loopholes? Who, I knows mean, how to use, who knows how to use the loopholes? <laughs> <laughs> like the fools who write the loopholes know how to use the loopholes. Well, it's like, 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 all right, I have a car. Yeah. I know how to fix that car. Not not the newer one, the Audi's. Uh, but like, I, I had my Benz. Not the computer one. Yeah, yeah I know how the to. I, my Benz and my Honda, I was taught the basics, you know, the basic stuff. I know how to fix those things. Now, would I want to fix it or would I want to take it to somebody who that's their job? I'm going to take it to somebody that's their job if I, I want it done right. I mean, there's multiple reasons, though, right? Because yeah. also your time. Well, yeah. It's worth more. Right, right. It, it, well, might, be, it, might, more. Be, it might be cheaper for you to go take it to someone yeah, so that while you're dropping it off doing it, you're actually doing other things right. that are making exactly. you, that are more right. valuable to you. Maybe not money, but more valuable Time to you. Time spent. Yeah. With, your, with your kids, it's like 
instead of fucking changing your own oil, you get to go to Disney with your kids while someone else right, changes your oil. Right, like, you know right. what I mean? Like, and, and, and it's just like the same thing. Like, yeah, so these people who wrote these loopholes, in the hood, it's a joke, you know, and don't fault me for this. I'm going to say it. It's the saying in the hood, get you a good Jew lawyer. You know, my lawyer is not Jewish, though, and he's a shit, but... <laughs> Get and you, my lawyer is his lawyer, so also not Jewish. Get you, get you, get you, and what that means to me is get you somebody who understands the language of the people who write it. Um, but I mean, Jewish people were also, you know, um, what's it called? They they had their own um, prejudice against. Uh, they them. were marginalized, marginalized, displaced, displaced and displaced yeah. as well. Their but own they, dia- diaspora. Yeah, they had their own diaspora, but but I will say like, it's so so to me it's like. Yeah, I mean, and then there's a lot of historical things that says that's why they're good and shit like that. Because everywhere they had, they went, they had to be useful. Yeah, and yeah. the most useful thing is to know how to use the money. Like, right. Jewish, if, if, you're, if you're if uh-huh. if you're in t- yeah, if you're if you're in charge of the finances, then you can. If you know how to do finances, you're welcome anywhere in any marketplace, right? Right. It's like when you go to school, you do business major. You're gonna you're gonna be able to work anywhere. But like my whole point is just like, if you don't know, to me. To me, a good leader is one thing. Well, a leader is somebody who doesn't necessarily want to lead, but is asked to. Everybody on my team asked me to lead them. Another thing, a good leader is somebody who delegates. So, if you have knowledge of, of something, doesn't mean you are the most knowledgeable or the most capable. What do you do? You delegate. You hire. You sort out. Outsource. You yeah. outsource. Sort out. Outsource. You outsource, and you figure out... <coughs> Okay, what's the best route? So, like, yeah, I don't know legalese. I could read English. I could write. I understand law a little bit more than most people because of what my day job was or is and and whatnot. But you think I'm going to go negotiate these contracts? Nah, man. I'm going to hire somebody who knows the language. Or we could we have the intelligence to sit there and learn it. Yeah, but, but I don't do have I the time. have the time? But I don't have the time. Do I have the time? I don't have the time. No, like, I could. If I had the time, I would have went and became a lawyer. Right. Time <laughs> and resources. Yeah, exactly. Time is the most valuable resource, but there's other resources involved with going to law school. You know? Um, <coughs> right. So Yeah, money. If I had the money, I had the time. Money, connections, yeah. time. Um, so, you know, part of that unlearning, part, all of that is like using what you have. It's really like the card you were dealt. You know what I'm saying? The cards you were dealt, knowing how to flip that 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 gram into an eight ball, into a ounce, into a pound. You know what I'm saying? Like into something that's not illegal. Into into something. Well, I could have been talking about gold. Um, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you know I don't sell gold, so oh, I don't know. I do. Get on your gold. No, but you, you did talk about the streets in the hood, so it's like most no, most no, yeah. people assume. I was definitely thug nerd, obviously. Um, I was on the same page. I was just talking shit. But, um, no, yeah. And and the thing is, like, that capability is a talent. You know, the math behind it. No, and I mean, sorry to interrupt, but using it just to, like, clear it up for everybody, using that same logic, though, you can do anything, right? You can do it with t-shirts. You can do it with playing cards. You could do it. First thing I sold was t-shirts. Yeah, I mean, like, like, literally, you could find anything that you can get for cheaper and sell it for more and make that a fucking thing. Candy. That's your flip, you know, know, like. It's flipping, it's flipping. That's your flip. Like, it could be anything if you know, if you know, if you know the fucking mathematics. If you know, you know. And the mathematics What's today's mathematics? Nah, um, <laughs> I don't know them. So <laughs> don't come at me. <laughs> no, but real, real spit though is it's just unlearning what you have to unlearn to make this world a better place. Cause I think it's two things we got to do when we come into this world is make it a better place, leave it better than we found it, and inspire people to do the same. 
Um, yep. I don't think you're really living if you're not inspiring or aiming to inspire. Um, and it it brings joy to me when I meet people and they tell me what I'm doing inspires them. Because I Which think is more often usually lately has been more often. Yeah, and I and I'm surprised at the people who come at me. Like, it makes me tear up and shit. Remember when I went to Europe and I came back and and, and you told me how I felt and I told you you know what the more successful because I you know was like sway Europe all these things and I told you the, it's crazy because I think I thought I'd be cockier. But if anything, I'm, there's more hubris in me because I understand. Hubris, that's not the right oh, word. Oh, there's more humility in yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, hubris there's, is actually being arrogant. Oh, my bad. There's less hubris <laughs> and more humility. Yeah, 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 less hubris <laughs> in you. No, no, it's good to know. No, bro. it's good to know. I used that incorrectly. It's cool. This language, it, it's fluid. Um, I mean, you're a rapper, bro. Yeah, when exactly. When you say that shit in a bar, you better saying, even though, never mind. That's no, he's right, he's right, he's right. No, but you're right. No, Check yeah. me. Thank no, you. No, no, no. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Fuck yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather say it here. And I mean, all that because uh, I had to look it up because... It's funny because I thought that's hilarious. Luke Luke says the Jedi suffered from hubris. And, and I thought that was humility. No, that's why they fucking lost because they were arrogant. At the height of their power, they let the Sith take over. Yeah, like They were, they were arrogant. They were arrogant. But I didn't know what he was talking about, so I looked it up. And I was like, oh, this is a bad thing. Hubris is bad. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. No, <laughs> I thought hubris was a good thing, too. No, no, no. no, 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 no. He made it sound good. And he was like, nah, I mean, the total opposite. No, I'm, great, I'm, grateful. I'm grateful for you correcting me like that. Look, I'm, I'm human. I got no problem oh, yeah, being nah, corrected. Nah. But, uh... Yeah, you know, it made me me way more humble, and it just made me feel like the world is bigger. I I always knew because I was blessed to be able to travel. The world is bigger than L.A., but, but like, to travel on music and be respected and seen for your music, you're taught that, you know, there's so many people out here following this dream, and there's so many people inspired by what you do that you have to hold yourself to a certain code of ethics when it comes to this music shit, which is why... You see me not like people for the way that they handle their business in the music game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see me keep myself away, and even when people work with people that I actually respected and loved, I have to start distancing myself. It's not because I'm an asshole. It's simply because, to me, hip-hop is the voice of the oppressed. And if you're in hip-hop and you're oppressing people who are trying to express themselves, you're you're doing the whole culture a disservice. You are Babylon. Yeah, you are. You are that. You are... you're. You know, you're the Persians to the Greeks, you know what I'm saying? You're 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 uncivilized. And I think that's the perfect segue into like, you know, one of the best ways to, you know, unlearn and relearn and learn new shit is to like surround yourself with good people right. who are on that same path, you know? And to realize when Your tribe will find you. No, and, and you know, and this is one of the this is one of like this is one of the, the tragedies of the hood, right? is that, like, you're kind of, like, forced to be in, like, a set tribe group because of where you were born, and those people are not always the best people for you, you know? But you don't really have, you you don't really have another choice, you know? And it's hard to break out of that and and realize, hey, these are, like, I I need to walk away from this shit. Yeah, I was blessed to my OGs. Right, and that could even mean death. Or, yeah, or, yeah. or, or, like, your well, life. End of life. End of life. Yeah. Like, Whether it be in jail or death. Yeah. Or, or just, like, having to fucking live, like, under fear of being beat up every day or whatever, right? Yeah, like, which makes it shit. not, yeah. You, yeah. you don't get to, it's harder to, like, live a fucking, 
yeah. a more like contemplative life when you're thinking about like not getting killed, you know? So Yeah, I'm not going to the park to play ball with people because I'm gonna get shot at or jacked or jumped or stabbed. <laughs> right. So um, it's like it's 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 definitely one of the things that I which is, you know you what's to... crazy about that is for instance for me, I thought that was normal, bro. I so when I started meeting people in like my wife's family or other people in the world and I tell them, you know, things I went through, they're like, How old were you? I was fifteen. And it wasn't for lack of my parents being good parents. They're amazing parents. You know, my mom... No, that's just the world we live in. But, but you know, she was working. That's just the world we live in. Yeah, it's like, what is she going to do? Watch me every day? Watch me all day? All day, every hour of yeah, every day? Yeah, it's not possible. But she, you know, I'm lucky that I was blessed with the tools to navigate, adapt, and survive in the hood, dog. Because not everybody was. I mean, there was... there yeah, was, and, and now you're lucky to be able to say, hey, these things no longer serve me. Right. And I'm going to discard them now. I'm trying to discard. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to you know. unlearn what, you know, these hands, they did a lot of dirt. But now I'm trying to clean them. I'm trying to clean out the cuticles. I'm trying to not use them for weapons anymore. You know, I'm trying to use them for weapons of, to, of action to tools change. Of build. To, tools build. Tools, tools, yeah, these no longer destroy, they build. And you got to destroy sometimes to build, but... I've done enough destruction. It's like Thor's hammer. Yeah. The hammer could be used to break some shit or a hammer could be used to build some shit. Right, you know? exactly. And, and, or to pull out, you know. Feel <laughs> uh, <laughs> <from> the thunder. <laughs> the back end. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. But I'm, I, was, I was trying to say pull out like the thorns and nails, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but nah, it came oh, out. Yeah. But you said that shit <laughs> with all the swag <laughs> that was all wrong. Like. <laughs> I mean, it was a double entendre, but it was a, um, but yeah, man, it, it's wonderful that we're, you know, I'm at, now at a place where I could say, I did this, I did this, I did this, I did this. And it's not to brag, it's to tell you that you can do it too. Like, I was the most underestimated person in the crews that I came up with music-wise. And now I'm blessed to be a person that the same people that inspired me turned to me for advice on certain things when it comes to this game. And, and... All it is is hard work, and I'll tell you right now, just just, just a hundred percent hard work, outward beats talent a hundred percent of the time. Talent that doesn't work hard, how's the saying go? Uh, uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Right, and it, and that and I'm gonna tell you right now. Every time. A lot of people that are naturally talented, not everybody, but a lot of people that are just naturally gifted, don't work as hard because shit comes easy. Not your boy. The one that, you know, we're, we're just going to keep, like, keep it a secret who we're talking about. He's like, yeah, it's usually how it works. And I'm pretty sure he knows a lot of talented people, you know? Like, like, just, those are the circles he runs in, you know? It's like, he's like, yeah, it's usually how it is. Talented people, they don't work hard. Like, I remember, everything comes easier than Yeah, well, I remember, we're, I think, if we're talking about the same person, the... Yeah, 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 but the future. The future, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so... I remember, him telling, I remember him telling me, I remember him telling me when he saw me, a lot, a lot of people that I came up with, when they saw me like consistently going ham, they would reach out. <coughs> some people would reach out for handouts and some people would reach out and be like, I see you. Just to say, just to let you know. I yeah. see you. And the people who said I see you, he's one of them. He's like, I see you. I see you working hard. You're out there. You're doing what you got to do. I respect it. Um, even right now, I received a message from him, um, and it meant a lot because it was on some clothing and fashion and what I did in the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, it means a lot because he's a fashion guy, you know. But uh, it, it's it's crazy, like, the respect you get because of of the work, like, the, 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 the consistent work. It's not, it's really, it's really, it's, it's. I mean, arguably, that's the reason why I, I won you over, right? Right. It was because I just consistently came to work. 
yeah. every day. And you came to work. And I worked, and I just I worked it, you know. Yeah, was, you came to work. I wasn't. There was nothing else. Like, yeah, we party and have a good time. Definitely, that's our that's our industry. Exactly. But we working out here every day, exactly. all day, every day. So I'm looking for this meme. <laughs> <laughs> so people I'm don't see. Not, and you know, uh, I you know I I also think you know you inspired me. You you also taught me to unlearn some things. You know that I had learned, and and I think there's also like a there's dude like just the the you know what I always push like what my whole company's built on all the community work I do is about like um, the the transformative power of art, right? And mm-hmm. it's something that I learned when I dropped my first record. And it's something that I learned, like my first album with the band, or actually my first first one, and then the band one, and then you know going to school and having to do that whole thing and music getting me through that, and then seeing the whole experiment happen with Barlow's, like him dropping his project and the change in him. Oh yeah. And I said it to both y'all, I was like, man, y'all need to do this shit for yourselves more than anything, because once you do your own solo project and you're there, like start to finish, and it's all you, and you're putting all the time into it and the energy, like that shit changes you, you know. And it makes you, like, want to be more and do more and feel more empowered. And, like, I, I see it in him and I see it in you. And, like, it's just a testament to, like, you know, the, the power of art. And, and even if you're not good at it you're not trying to do it professionally, like, you know, it needs to be in schools. Like, people need to express themselves. They need to do poetry. They need to paint. Like, people just need to do shit. Even if, if, even if they suck at it, even if it's not going to be, like, well, a job saying, or whatever. Like, just doing it with the intention of, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put myself to it and it's going to be a thing that I'm going to finish and I'm going to show people and it's going to be something that I put out there into the world like that shit changes you you know like it doesn't have to be a business model or anything that you do professionally but just that whole process the process of making art knowing that people are going to see it and knowing that like you're going to like show a part of yourself and what like what it that whole thing that that whole mind from like how much do I show and like what do I show and like how do I show it and are people gonna like judge me like and then realizing it doesn't fucking matter because it's for me and like I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to do and like that overcoming that whole psychedelic experience of that is like it changes people you know and I see it in him I see it in you I've experienced it you know I, I know all my artist friends fucking you know they use art to transform themselves every day and so you know oh, if there's right. one thing that even the video and what we were able to do with that, like our whole fucking life trajectory is just like <coughs> just showing how much you can change spaces and people and, and communities and you know, like what we, we turned Golden Road into like the hub of hip hop on a Wednesday, you know? And that's not, that's like, that's art. Like that's taking over the space and transforming it, right? And like we turned the fucking Barren Riverbed into, into a, a festival, festival, you know what I mean? Like in going in there and just transforming it, right? Like, right. You could take a fucking barren warehouse and make it into a, a complete experience. You could take like, a dive bar and make it into a festival like Six uh, East, right? Right, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, take a fucking little room in the parking lot and yeah. turn it into a whole fucking gathering of community, you know? Right. Just by putting the art there and, and, and the intention and the business and the food and the vendors and everything coming together. And it's like, I think, like, more people are seeing it now with whole, like, like, covid pandemic right. like how much how much art you know music and shows and netflix and streaming that like, got them through it and i think like you know what our if we, if, I, if, if we have like a under like a undercover mission that we're doing is to like bring that shit back to society like right i mean me art. too i mean get no we know yeah birth, yeah yeah. You know, um, yeah man if you could save one life it was all worth it so like facts you know? and even if that's your own life 
Mess. Even if you even <laughs> if you can save one life, even if it's your own, save that. I will shit. say like you know, man. Did you capture it? Just let it slip. And and man, like, yeah, hip hop, hip hop's like y'all know how important hip hop is to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's literally like a thing that you are. You know, even if you became it, you are it now. And and and. It's not. Or like you said, it was always there, right? It's, yeah. it's everything, right? You it's, just may not notice it, and you may not embrace it. it, you know. And and you know, I love hip hop, and I used to say it in my earlier stuff, and people were like, "You always talking about hip hop," and I'm like, "You don't get it." Though. You should. Like I remember one of my first times, "I love you, hip hop," and I will not stop. Like I meant that. Like one of my first verses, I just did it for Biggie Sing was like, "Hip hop, it's like it's my life, like my first wife." Laying with her when I laid a mic. Like, I always talked about it like that, you know? It, it was always, like... To me, even, even like, recently, in my darkest times, the one thing that was always there for me was hip-hop. So, so like, from my darkest times as a kid to my darkest times now, like, how can I not be in love with hip-hop, you know? I used to love her. By Common is like a song that I love to listen to because it breaks down hip hop like a woman and and to me it really is she's a, she's the love of my life you know she was before I even knew who she was and so when people discredit or disrespect the culture it it does something to me and I'm not like a purist I believe that everybody has their own version of hip hop and authenticity so like it is what it is but when you're not helping other people just to come out on top, it's a problem. Like, I've had conversations about what I did for my boy right here, Barlos, and like, like well, you don't get this credit, da, da, da. and I'm just like, I didn't do it for the credit. If I did it for the credit, then I did it for the wrong reasons. What I did it for was to see the potential in somebody that wanted to use their voice for something positive, and I helped them. So like, if all I do is give somebody a voice or a platform to use their voice, then I'm successful. You know, and one of us here, we make it, we all make it. And I want that to be true for everybody from where we're each from, you know? And I think that was a lot of the best artists in the world in hip hop. That's why, you know, they were so respected because they, they made it out of a place where a lot of people didn't make it from. And it felt like all of them made it. You know, and no, and they went back. Well, I mean, the ones that matter went back, and they built up other artists, and right, they, they brought other people right. with. They took other people on tour. They, you know, I mean, everybody they came has back a team. and throw shows. Like, everybody you know, has like, a team, bro. Even if you, even if it's just you and your friends that make it out the hood, and you put everybody on, think about the families of those friends that you put on, and how they're eating and living better. Well, that was like the, all the people that that run DMC took, right? right. They took like. They took their yeah. whole fucking block with them and yeah, shit, right? Yeah. Like, it's just like or their whole building, whatever. It's not always there. capable. There's no. There's not always the capability of doing so, but like, it's a beautiful thing. Like hip hop is really beautiful, and I mean, a part of like unlearning the damage is like I really feel like those people that out there that are pimping the game, like good for you. You're eating at the end of the month, but like at what cost? I made, I made sure that I didn't have to use hip-hop at a point to sell myself out or to sell the culture short, that I could provide for myself without that. But, yeah, I want what hip-hop brings when you do reach that fame, but that's not what I'm in it for. 
So I think that sustainability, longevity, you know. Yeah, and I think uh, you know Kendrick Lamar says in one of the songs, "You could see the long grind." Like I'd rather be successful in fifteen years and keep that success for the rest of my life than be successful overnight and, and lose then be it. Gone in five years, you know. Yeah. So. No, and I actually I had a I had a crazy moment today. You know, um, uh, I was tracking uh, catching if you can. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like it gets technical with yeah, the double yeah. time. And uh, we had just laid the hook down, so I had dug, just done the hook, and you know, singing all layers and everything, and and uh, I was like, "Fuck it, let's let's do the verse," you know, and uh, I fucking I killed it on the first take to the point where like Sam stood back to me, like he looked back at me like this, and I looked at him, and like I just started tearing up, and we heard it back, and just like I I heard myself, and I just believe, like I just believe myself so much, like. It just felt so like, it felt so surreal that it sounded that good, you know, on the first take and like, uh, it, obviously there was like, there was like some 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 pronunciation yeah, yeah, yeah. shit that that we went back, but um, I actually had to tell the fool like, yo man, like you gotta like sequence some other shit, like you gotta give me a minute, you know, because it was just like overwhelming, like how far I had come to do like. Something that technical, basically cold, you know, on the first run and just like nail it to the point where the guy who fucking points out all the nitpicky shit was like, I think that's the one. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. It felt good, but it always feels good, you know, like, and then to hear it back and just, damn, like I had a fucking moment, you know, and it was, it was, it's just like the power of what this shit means to us. And the fact that like we're we're getting a chance to do it like at the highest level we've ever had a chance to do it at, and in a time when it's like the most accessible for people to hear it, it's just it's a beautiful thing, man. Like I'm, I feel so blessed and like grateful, and I appreciate you guys every day, and like I'm excited, like like I'd be bumping your shit for people, and I'd be playing it when my DJ sets, and like. I see people rocking and I see people tripping out like, yo, Bartles did that shit, you know? And like, <laughs> yeah, fucking, yeah. I've showed like my scratch shit to people and they're like, well, you know? And people that fucking, that I actually respect their opinion, you know? Like, not just like, yes men and homies and haters and shit. And I hear your shit and like, fuck man, people have no idea like the, yeah, yeah. the, the, the amount of like care and intention, you know? And, and it just, it's gonna show and like, I'm excited, like, and I'm excited for y'all who are still with us at this point. <laughs> we were rambling, like, yeah. we thought we had nothing else to talk about. We found so much to talk about, which is the beauty of podcasting yep, and shit. It is. But uh, for y'all who are here and have been here and who are just joining us and are planning to, like, stay because you like the vibe and shit, like, we're grateful for y'all, too. And we're excited for y'all to hear what we've been working on because at some point, if art is a gift... It's never truly done until it's received and accepted by someone, you know? And so, that's our gift affects, to y'all, yeah. It affects an emotion. Like, to me, it's always like, if you feel something off of it, then it's art. I could look I could look at, you know, even the way certain trees grow is art. Like, it's just... I saw this meme, it was hilarious. It was like, nobody will ever love you like an artist will because they'll find poetry in the knots in your hair. And it's so true. Like, to me, I have, I have this line from back in the day... Uh, Perfection's a beauty, so I paint a pretty portrait for it because the world ain't picture perfect with all its portraits. Like, um, and it's it's like, 
the imperfections in life is what make it beautiful, you know? So, like, how can you not paint pretty pictures when the world isn't a perfect place? It's not picture perfect, so... Motherfucker, a canvas. You, you know, like, so, like, I literally, like, when you said the way you saw DJ, like, I've... The way you saw DJing and listen to songs and how to mix is, like, I literally sometimes, like, walk through life and see lines and, like, what's going on, and it's just, like... I wish I could capture all of it, bro. And we're at a time where we can more than other times, but like sometimes you don't have time to like just write that shit down, you know. And, and that's the beauty of like the psychedelic experience, you know, and like actually sitting there and like having a journal with you, you know, and yeah. like and like just opening up that fucking faucet and letting all the thoughts, you know, and all the all the shit come in. And however you do it, right, whether it's meditation or yoga or, or psychedelic it? drugs or light, like there's so many different ways to reach that place where you're just like like processing knowledge and letting just thoughts flow and shit and like being able to sit there and like process it and journal it and pull out you know like the hidden messages of the universe and shit is like it's important well, and we're going to do it you know even if they're not artists like I said even if they're not you know like they gotta I used to keep a me, you know? I used to keep a me composition book right next to my bed and I would wake up and the first lines that came to my mind I would write them down and yeah, I'm sorry, doing that again. But uh, nice, I, it's clutch, bro. I remember, I remember some of the things I would write. It was like, what the fuck did I say? But then there'd be something that was just like gold. Like, wow, well, you know, you're. It's like a. I feel like when you wake up from dreams, it's it's a psychedelic moment as well because you're still stuck in that state, um, to a certain to a certain extent. And that's why there's sometimes so scary that you know I've had I've been having. When you wake up like, <gasps> I've had I've, basically for the last like month stuck. or so I've had like nightmares every time I dream and and it sucks, but I've been trying to break down what's what's the meaning. How do I how do I deal with it, and you know like. It's 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 crazy, like the state that I am when I wake up. It's you wake almost, up crazy anyway, so I can imagine you're No, but from those nightmares, I don't wake up crazy. I wake up calm and like as if I'm in like reaction mode. Well, today you know? says says asked me how I was doing when I woke up when I said when I showed to the studio. He's like, "How are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, grab me a beer, yeah." I was like, "I'm living the dream," and he's like, "Yeah, bro, every day, even when it sucks, it's still part of the dream. It's called nightmare." Because you're still dreaming, right? Like it's still part of the dream. Like it's just that's just a, that this is the whack part of dreaming. It's called a nightmare, but it's still part of the dream, you know. So it's like, yeah, like, and just accept that darkness and 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 living with it, understanding it, and just and realize that you're gonna be okay. Yeah, as long as you make sure that you tell yourself. That. And I even have like getting back to your thing about you know how when you're younger, you're your most pure self, right? Like I have. Little, like, little writings from detention and like little shit where I was trying to be like snarky with teachers like I left my writings from when I was in high school and younger you know I had those too and I just gave my daughter my sketchbook I keep them because I want to I want to I want to find that goal because I feel like my younger self probably had some perspective about some shit that like I've lost as I've gotten older you know oh like, yeah I literally that, 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 that vision of it as a young person to like not that idealistic like not understanding everything, but saying, but knowing that like it should be better, and like this having uh, that, yeah. I feel like I'm out of touch. With I literally that just you know? found like a verse I wrote even a year or something uh, ago, and I was just like, that was so pure. It was something that I probably wrote, not thinking maybe it wasn't here. Right. You know, and it was like it was like your most real self that you're never gonna show anybody. Yeah, and I, I mean, I feel like I've always been a hell of a writer, quickly, comp- comp- composition wise and poetry wise, but now I think that there's I've tapped into the. Uh, the uh, the state where like I don't give a fuck what you think I'm gonna tell you how I feel and if you, you connect you connect and if you don't disconnect it's a simple thing but I feel like I like I had glimpses of tapping into that and that was one of those glimpses 
Um, well, I felt like once I met y'all, and I got my like rapper card, <laughs> and I didn't feel like I had to prove myself to anybody anymore, because I was like, the only fools that matter are the fools of my crew. Like, as long as they think I'm dope, that's it, right? That's the only validation I need, right? If these fools are telling me I need to get better, then I'll, I'll but if anybody else, you know, I'm not really gonna, I'm not, it's, it's, it's a grain of salt shit. Um, I feel like now it's like, I don't even care what I say. Like, I'm just trying to catch a vibe. Like, I want people that hear my music to feel something, and it might, it, like, I want it to transcend language in a way, you know, where it's like, obviously, still a lyricist, the words are always gonna matter, but at some point, like, I but want. But I think you've honed that skill so, look, so, like, Tim Grover? Yeah. The guy who I talk about a lot, Relentless, he trained Jordan and Kobe and D-Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that he teaches athletes to not think. Right. So I think that's part of where I'm at. That's part of why I would write so fast, because I wouldn't think, right? Mm -hmm. But now I've gotten to a point of not thinking where it's like, not only am I writing fast, but the intention is there. The shit you wouldn't normally have to think about to put there. Exactly, and I think that's where you're at now. Like I think that you're there, you're at the point where it's like, I don't have to think about it because I'm going to talk about it regardless. You know what I'm saying? Right, like the story's already there. It's already written. I, I might not know it, but when it comes out, I'll exactly. find it because it's there already. Like to me, the beats talk to me, but I can write an acapella mm-hmm. and give you a story. You know what I'm saying? Give you something dope. But when you want to get high-level Buddhists, it's like the, I was always, those beats, I was always going to find those beats. I chose those beats even before I found them. Right. Yeah. So like the shit was already yeah. written before it was written. You know, like, It was written. It's already no. there. No. In the in the ether, we're just pulling it out. Well, that's that's back to the source code shit that I said. When you freestyle, you're not really you just a conduit. Yeah, it's just open shit. Like, yeah, you're just plugging up, and it's just like yeah. And you know that's how I would get synesthesia. I would just plug in and see colors instead of sounds. Like words were colors. That's, that's what the the guy Batiste said about. He said I use this as spiritual guidance, and like, like it's the music that you make. It already has a radar for somebody, and it goes and finds them, and it's like. Thank you, bro. Like, thank you. That's yeah. yeah. You just make 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 what feels true, right? And whoever is it meant for it, it's, it's gonna find them, right? Like that's yeah. a lot of the topics I was talking about is that. It's like, but I mean, it's try know? telling that shit to an up and coming artist who's trying to pop, and have them try try telling it to someone who hasn't I mean, who hasn't done it before, and telling them like, so, yo, man, like, don't no, worry about it. Like, it's gonna, yeah, it's well, it's like, it's like my sister, my sister shit, told you know? me really shit, bro. She told me. You talking about how being out in the world and all this shit and like, you know, how sometimes I just want to be like, I'm an extrovert to a lot of people. A lot of people think that I like to be out there, but I don't. I like to be home. I like to be in bed watching movies and cuddling and I'm that dude. Like, I like to like... You're a homebody. You could be. If if it were up to me, if I had all the money in the world, bro, I'd be on vacations, seeing the world and beautiful things. With your family and shit. With my family. Experiences. And I'd be, I'd be at home when I'm not doing that, like chilling. Um, but that's not the reality. In I your pool, in. fucking yeah, grilling, exactly. Like, but the, home, the, home life, the, home life. Like I'm playing PlayStation. Stage fight as hell. You know, yeah. I'm stage fight as hell. But like, I get through it to perform because it's the necessity for what I love. You know, and the shit is fun. <laughs> it's it's, it's fun. It's fun to me, but I have to get there. You know, what I'm saying like I'm still always scared to get on stage. Well, y'all know that day is like. It's like going, I just take it like going into a game. Nobody talk to me. Like let me, let me settle in in my brain. Yeah, I just don't have that. I don't really always have that. That that's that, just that, how it always works. Called, that luxury. No, nah, yeah, I'm the opposite. I crave that shit. Yeah, see, like right. I like, like there's like like I have like there's but, but, I have a problem. To the point, <laughs> to the point, to the point. What I was saying yeah. was that you know like I believe my sister told me this. She was like, 
you know, if you just work on your art and then decide how to put it out, the rest will come. And as much as I want to like deny that, it's true though. That's what's happening right now, right? It's 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 literally what what got me to those points. Even when I was trying to be out, I had spent all this time honing in on my craft. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what brought people around me. And then after I did that, then I put it out there, and then the right people came around me, and now I'm here. So like. As, and then we, you know, we met Terry Crews, and that was like one of the things that on our first trip to New York, he was he stopped and he talked to us, and he was like, "Don't do it for the money, do it because you love it. If you do it because you love it, the money will come." Yeah. And I mean, again, I, how do you a, tell a us cliche, that? but a cliche that's hard to tell people that like you know have that have, are have bills hungry. to pay and like have like. But I want to be able to live off this shit, you know? Like, they want to be able to, like... It's also, it's also the intention. This is the life you want, you know? It's I think mean, that's like, part of what differentiates me from so many other artists that we know is that... And you, like, we put ourselves in positions to eat and live at a level that we enjoy already without the music. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that I have a plan B or that this isn't the plan A or whatever the fuck that... But it just means that I'm capable. But that little box is checked already. So yeah. we have a little bit more freedom to do whatever the fuck because we want. Because we did our, our grown man shit. And like a lot of people used to hold that against me. And now I'm just like those same people falling off. So what? Nah. And like, <laughs> honestly, me. like, you know, yeah. no one really took me serious until I came back from school. Yeah. yeah. And nobody took me serious until I was on sweat. And, like, and <laughs> honestly, like, you know, I don't blame them. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, let's just be real. Like, you know, I, I, I probably wasn't the most serious dude before I fucking went off and figured you out, know, like, responsibility and right shit. Now, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, I mean, again, can you blame them? No. Oh. But are you holding it against them? Also, no. Does it fucking matter? Also, no. No. And so, like, I, you know, and I, and I did hone my skill over there. I was doing other, like, the event yeah, shit. Like, nah. I learned, like, and the the high level event shit that I did, and some of the people that I opened up for, and also trying to take a bunch of young fucking whippersnapper rappers and teach them how to like rehearse and go to fucking practice and be serious in the studio and stage and like having to see what other people were trying to tell me and having to deal with my sh- like just that whole like oh I'm the mentor now and that experience and like yeah I suck at being a mentor yeah so like coming back and realizing okay there's so many roles I could play. But no matter what I do, I gotta do it at a high level. Higher frequency. You know what I mean? Like everything's gotta be high level, and that's why like that should be getting in the way sometimes. And it's definitely like you know, it's a it's a it's a gift and a curse. To to me, I always strive for that high level. My biggest blessing, I think, was always being family oriented, and how my family, my grandfather, rest in peace, how he was always about building other people up Mm -hmm. and building his empire, but also helping other people build their empire. So I always knew in my heart that. You know, it's that saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with the team. Um, I always knew I always knew that the strength would come in a tribe. Mm-hmm. And even when my tribe fell apart, like I said, you know, the universe will provide. My new tribe came up, you know. And, and it, I mean, everything happens for a reason. Not every, some people come in your life to teach you a lesson. But, but I was just blessed in the fact that, like, somebody told me today, like, they're like, damn, you knew at 12 that you wanted to be a rapper. And I was like, yeah, I did. Did I, you know, 
Were you constantly making moves towards that goal? Probably not. I mean, I was until a certain thing happened in my life. But I mean, I manned up and I handled that part like I had to handle it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And and I took my break and I came back. But well, that's even more impressive then, because at twelve, like I don't know what the fuck I was. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't music. You know, like it wasn't music at a high level. Like I mean, it was it wasn't at a high level yet, but I, I knew that that's what I wanted to do, and right. it, it's kind of a beautiful thing to always know what your end goal is. Like I want to be a rapper. Now I am a rapper. I'm a pro rapper. I've been paid a rap, right? Uh, I got dropped. Like, like you know, like no, that's definitely a blessing. Realizing you know, like this is what I'm gonna do, and I have to. But worry I don't about understand it. people who don't have that, so it fucks with me sometimes when I meet people who have nothing else but like, wake up, go to work, come home, go to sleep, get drunk in between. Like I don't get that shit, dude. Know? But honestly, like, that's like most people, probably. Yeah, to most people, we're crazy, and it's not their <laughs> fault. It's not their fault, you know? And I, and again, like, I think, like, it's... And I, I, only, I, I feel a certain way about this because I've literally had this conversation where people have told me, like, oh, my God, you're so lucky. Like, you know what you want to do? Like, and I hate it when you call me lucky. You're fucking... <laughs> you're, you're, like, you, 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 you're, you're focused, you know? You're, doing, you're putting everything into that. Like, I wish I had that. And then I literally try to turn back and, like, okay, so what do you like to do? Like, what is your thing that you like to do when you're not doing other shit and, you know, like, a wide range of answers, but for the most part, like, I think people haven't, like, done that self-questioning, self-evaluation. They live, you know, they live according to, I don't know if it is Aristotle, Socrates, or whatever, like, the, 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 the most, they live the wackest life, which is the uncontemplative, right? The unthoughtful life. Like, uh, they don't think about, they haven't actually, right? the unexamined life, they haven't looked at their life and been like, okay, like, what do I enjoy? What do I like? What do I do? Like, so many people are stuck in this, like, I gotta make money. I gotta get an education. I gotta get a job. I gotta get a house. I gotta start a family. I gotta... They have all these check boxes. And, and, and it's not until they're like, okay, all this shit's figured out. Now I'm gonna figure out what my life is about. And that's 40, 50, 60. I mean, that's it's not never, too old. You're never too old, but, but at that point, it's like, people are like, I don't, have, I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. I'm like young enough. Like, I have kids now. I have, this, I have a mortgage. Like, See, to me so that... many things come into play at that point where it's like, <laughs> it's almost like they, they, they talk themselves out of that shit, you know? Like, they're like, well, first I'm going to take care of this shit, and, and then we we'll do that. And, maybe, and by maybe, the time they get there, they're like, you know what? Now it's too late, so fuck it. I'm but, just going to live this life that I already lived. But maybe, like, you know? maybe we're insane, but that's what makes us great. You know, like, like, there's a line between genius and madness, and and, and I just terms with that when you just vibrate on a higher frequency. I don't want to say it's a higher frequency. All I'm, I definitely believe it though. All I'm gonna say is that that's the way I look at it. To have knowledge of self is to have knowledge of the universe, and and I feel like a lot of people don't that don't take the time to self realize don't get to do things that other people that do do. I have to keep it one million thousand though, because all my people know that's what I do, right? And I'll sit here and tell you that sometimes to wake up and not have someone else tell you what the plan is and to not have, like, to not have a, like, waking up and knowing, hey, I got to be at work by 8. And when I get there, I already know all the shit that I have to do today because someone else set my agenda for me. And then, you know, at 6 o'clock, I'm out. And I can go do whatever the fuck I want because tomorrow when I wake up again and I get to that job at 8, I already know what I'm going to have to do, right? Yeah. And in two weeks, I'm going to get a check and I can have my car and my apartment. I can take, yeah. I can take my partner out. Yeah, my we lunches, can go. We can, we can eat sushi. Time, we can, yeah. yeah, and like to, like that shit is a comfort 
on some level. And that's complacency. Nah, hey, but as someone who's 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 done both, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, like, I mean, you still have that structure in your life at some point. Like, no, you know no. you have to be somewhere, and you know, like, when you get there, you have a set task to do, and you're going to get out of your lunch at a certain time, and you can do certain things then, and you get out at a certain time, and like, and then I'm not trying to, like, no, I mean, too I, much I, of I, life. Before, before that, there was yeah. what you had, and I loved it, but... But I mean, that, that, that there's certain days sometimes where I'm like, I do have, like, are we crazy? Like, is this... <laughs> are we the fools? Yeah, Am I the fool like making I said, this I think we are crazy, but I think yeah. it's it's a thin line. Like, like how, how many that, times that, do I That's comforting, say, bro. Knowing where your checks going to come from and knowing, yeah, like, being I mean, able to just like turn your brain off and say, hey, I'll do my task that you sent me, and when I'm done with that, I can go over there and party and have fun and chill with my friends and go to raves and go have vacations and pay for cruises. Like, that also sounds like a good time, you know? Like, I can't fault nobody for living far, that life or, but I'm, I'm not just, even trying to say that that life is like an unfulfilled life it's just like sometimes you know people have different goals they have those sentiments though some of those same people will say like yo man I like that I see that you have something that you like to do that's more important than this material shit that I have going on and I wish I had that and I always tell them like well like look at your shit you know look at yourself and figure out what it is what's your thing what's your thing what's your thing what's your thing yeah my whole thing is always just like do you like your life? Yes or no? No? Then do something about it. So simple. 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 Um, but sometimes people don't know what to do about it. I mean, that. It, I mean, like, this is like, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's the part. Like, you're like, okay, okay I don't like it. I don't want to do something about it. But what you said, that comfortable person that won't take that leap of faith, whereas I've met people, and you know them, we call them transplants, but like, they come over here and like, they just one day from the next, you're like, fuck this. I need a new change, everything. Let me pack everything up and let me move here. And it's, it's like, that's already... No, and I know people that, that, that's, from that's LA just, that leave LA and yeah. they go to Portland or they'll go to Nevada yeah, or Colorado and they'll all live, so they'll go do some other shit, you know? Like, yeah. Like, I knew a lot of people They switch school, it up. They shake it up. Instead <laughs> of them doing the typical, let me go to UCSB, USC, UCLA, they're like, I want to go study abroad. I'm going to go live in fucking France for two years, like, on my own. And learn the language and, and stuff. a whole different language. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But yeah. No, but I mean, there's so many levels to this. Yeah. Like, there's like privilege. There's like there's 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 uh, responsibilities that you have that you shouldn't have. There's there's a there's a lot of things that happen in life that you know. Again, like I'm not faulting anybody for living a nine to five life. Never. I always call it civilian life because like I don't feel like I'm a civilian like. Especially me, like I feel like I see both sides of the coin very clearly. Yeah, on a crazy and, level. Too. And like I don't make excuses for like what I don't do. Like it's just like I could sit here and tell you what I what I have to do in a day, and you'll be like, "What?" Yeah, like your day if you listed it off compared to my day it would seem like well, yeah, and bro, I, we don't do that. We don't do that here. We yeah, really don't. No, it no, doesn't make don't. no sense. Who <laughs> cares what I had to do today? Did you get what you said you was gonna get done? Yes. No. No. Then fucked up. Then yes. Okay. Good job. Now keep. Or going. like good. Is the shit that you had to do as equally important to you as the shit that I had to do is equally important right. to me? It is. Right. Because it was my shit to do. So, like, and I care about day, it just as much as you care about your shit. At to the do. end of the day, I don't, I mean, again, I'm not judging anybody. All I'm saying is that, you know, it, it's inspire, like, you can inspire somebody by having a solid job and, and living good and, 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 and sleeping at night without any, any thoughts about, oh shit, what if this doesn't happen? What if this doesn't happen? Like, you know, part of, part of, 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 of real self-realization is just like I'm okay with being normal I'm okay with the normal life but some of us aren't some of us are crazy some of us like chaotic environments some of us it's just what it is you know different shows for different folks man yeah I mean at the end of the day like 
again, uh, I just had to keep it 1,000 because I, I, in the past, I've been known to paint this fucking artist entrepreneur life to be this fucking, oh, this is the fucking end all be all. Everybody should do it, you know? And it's like, you know, people have checked me like, yo, man, like, some people just like having a job. <laughs> you know, like, some people are happy with their lives the way they are and everybody has to have a business or fucking have a side project or like, be on some like I want to be independent in the system you know some people like living like that and like who the fuck am I to tell them that their fucking idea of a good life is not like I'm nobody to tell them that you know some people's idea of their life is I work hard I have a place that I'm, I can rest I'm my the head fucking at. manager of yeah, some so shit they, and I run shit, shit and yeah. I, I'm a boss in my own right and yeah, I, can go, I get I, I get can, to buy all the shit I want yeah, I, I, have, go, I live the life I leave yeah. I go in my house I kick off my shoes I can walk around butt naked if I want to but it's in my house that I paid for with this regular smaller job yeah <laughs> you know, that's that's that's, the, that's what you know other people look at and it's like just to wrap it up it's just crazy how everybody lives you know you look at it from one angle but you have to see the other side of the street as well no and lucky for us we get to live the life that we live or we just put out this fucking amazing music video that we just shared with y'all live April. on a premiere April. had people in the chat people responding had people that would have been waiting for it people come out in it and like Again, all of this to say thank you and stay in touch. And um, we'll be here every Monday night, 9 p.m., 9-ish. Technical difficulties and all until it's all fucking perfect because we're always striving to be better. And uh, stream Barlitos way. Uh, Be on the lookout for all the future shit. Follow all of us on Instagram. And you can just...